We are live here right as uh, America continues to burn for another night. Our cities are on fire. We have protests in Atlanta, but what we're going to be watching mainly right now is the Chaz in Seattle. This is a live feed from the Chaz, the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. I think I got that right. Mm -hmm. It is a really strange phenomenon that's happened actually before but not this scale not this notoriety we're going to keep monitoring this sort of stuff that's why these broadcasts are really going to just be about anarchy because that's what we're seeing in our cities uh but i'll give my quick take on the chaz and then we can just dive right into it uh but i think these things are going to become a bigger deal i think you're going to see them in many cities across america many left-wing far-left radical uh, liberal cities because they allow these to happen and as long as they allow them to happen they're going to keep happening until something really violent happens which is probably inevitable but we're going to keep monitoring these because it's very interesting what's happening this is sort of a Marxist kind of revolution that's happening in the country Antifa is really showing up in force with guns with knives, with bats, all kinds of stuff but according to CNN, this is all just peaceful, peaceful protesters. And it's a bastion of free speech, which is what one of them said as he was literally being kicked out of one of these. But these are fascinating to fall, and we're going to keep watching them. What do you guys think of it? Who wants to start off? Um. Well, I uh, I can't help but uh, agree with you, but I, I with most of your point there, but I honestly think we're seeing like a speed run uh, of all these bad ideas. And I mean, say what you will about people at large, but we're, people are generally not stupid for the most part, I would like to think anyway, uh, in groups obviously, but individually, uh, people are gonna look around and these, I think more of these are gonna pop up, but I don't think, uh, um, I personally, I think it's the, the wave is gonna break uh, much earlier than it seems like it's going to at this point. That's if, that's pretty much my take at this point. If I'm Trump, I let this happen. Yeah, right. I let all of this happen. I'm like, look, you want you because because it's in liberal cities. They're the only places these things are happening. Like Seattle, you're talking about liberal. You know, you've got a Democratic mayor, you've got Democrat council, you got you know. Yeah. it's not good it's not good it's not gonna end no. well. it's not gonna end well for them one way or another it's not gonna end well for for these people that are doing this antifa stand mess but i mean you know they, they're gonna remember it in november they really are well i think it's gonna be it's gonna still be here in november ooh, i don't ooh, maybe Maybe. maybe yeah maybe maybe i, I still I think there'll know. be some remnants yeah I, I i don't know i i think uh i think one of the cities like if it if it starts going into multiple cities or whatever or even even then i think one of these cities trump is gonna unleash like he's gonna unleash the feds on, on one of these cities right before the election too it's going to be right before the election because he's going to want to show everybody that, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of king shit around here. But he's uh, he's letting this thing go like he's and and, it, and it's why he's letting them run their show 
He's letting it burn to the ground to say, oh, see, I told you, these Dems don't know how to run a fucking city or a state or whatever. And and then right before the election, he'll come in and he'll sweep sweep like a fucking phoenix, and then that'll be it. Uh, I'd, I'd be careful with Trump taking action right before the election because depending on what happens, it could be spun in a number of ways, I think. The best way to deal with this would be to just let it go and happen, and then if they go and come back crying, hey, Trump, we need your help, then send in the guard. Yeah. But look, if this thing is still happening by November, oh, yeah, the, they're, they're going to be crying like a motherfucker. Absolutely, I actually, they're going to be crying. I actually think that the goal is to get Trump to react. Because military force against American people is, I mean, that can be framed so bad so many ways, dude. They wanted it to be another Waco. Yeah, it hasn't hit yet. Like, it really, even the shock value, even some of the people that are, like, there, like, that live there or own businesses, I don't think it's really, I don't think it's really hit from the kind of perspective that would get, Trump to act like I, I, I like but if it goes all the way to the, look it's it's June right now so if it lasts all the way to November that means uh yeah I don't I don't even think I they'll they'll be crying by um they'll be crying by August well I, I think they'll be crying by August we're already seeing ones being you know attempting to be to start up in Portland, in I think North Carolina, there's a bunch of cities where these things are trying to start up, and I don't know how many will start up, but I do know there will be more. It's gonna be in yeah. probably Portland, probably in California, probably a lot of maybe Minneapolis because there's nothing fucking left of that city. Maybe even Atlanta. Who knows? But these little zones will pop up everywhere. It's kind of you know. As goofy as it was when the governor of, or the mayor, oh God, we could talk about her friends, the mayor of Seattle. (laughs) Trump is like criticizing this, saying basically terrorists have taken over your city, which is true. And she's like, no, we're fine. And on CNN, she says, oh, it might be the summer of love. Summer of fucking love? There's rape, murder, probably murder, uh, happening in these things. I mean, there's already reports of rape. It's anarchy. I will say, though, if there's a if a murder happens, he'll go in. If a murder happens, and if and yeah. it's like and if it's and if it's a on television, murder. if yeah, it's one of those yeah. really, if it's if it's famed enough, like like if it's on the news, then he'll he'll probably act. Because then once once that once a, a death happens, that'll be like, oh, she's totally lost control of this thing. I'm coming in, right? And yeah. that'll give him the green light. Like, I think we, because nobody, like, we haven't heard anybody die yet. I think that's kind of like, a, okay, well, we could just kind of sit back and let this thing unravel as it will. But, yeah. I mean, again, I still think, I don't think that the the powers that are moving the, the pieces here uh, are above, I mean, I, I mean, look what they've, they didn't kill George Floyd per se, but the, the way they've elevated him, um, you know, I, I, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, I, I mean, I don't see, let's, 
there's probably murders happening already. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine. I, I mean, maybe not. But, Did you guys um, see that there's a rap, a SoundCloud rapper named Raz? It's like the fucking warlord oh. of this place. Oh yeah, Chaz. Uh, yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. so you're gonna replace democracy with authoritarianism? Is that is that where we're is that where we're going? Is that where we're Dude's, going with this? Dude's got the most guns and the most homies. And, uh, <laughs> and the most mixtapes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I said The Walking Dead over here, you know? It's yeah. Like, when body falls apart, you see this sort of shit. I think it's best just going to wait till it goes out, like, just give it a few minutes. Not minutes, but, like, give it a few weeks. I honestly don't think this would last much more than maybe a month before they... Like, they're going to run out of supplies or something. Yeah. Gonna, well, they've are. already been asking for them. Did you see the yeah. signs they put up? They're like, "Oh, we need vegan food. We I mean, need this." Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to be, if you wanted to be a dick, just build a blockade around the whole thing. <laughs> build a right? wall. You really wanted to be an asshole. Like you Did just you build guys a blockade hear? around the whole, uh, the, the, that whole thing. An actual border, like the border wall Trump was talking about in Mexico, just build it around the six blocks in Seattle. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, but did you guys did you guys hear about the Fortran uh, Operation Homeless or whatever, where they were trying to get homeless people to go to the uh, the, the <laughs> Seattle homeless people to go to and take the, the uh, autonomous zone? Well, yeah, I mean it's free. Everything's free. Like everyone's yeah. welcome. So it would force them to either a enforce borders or uh, b <laughs> enforce some kind of immigration policy. Well, I guess it would be the same thing. But yeah, well, that's uh, what they yeah. should do. They should go and get like buses from other cities, like from DC, from New York, and have San drive Francisco. Straight out of fucking South. Straight out of fucking South Park. I'm telling you, dude. Everything in life can be found in a South Park episode at this point. Well, what's genius about that 4chan uh, um, operation is that Seattle has a shit ton of homeless people, so mm -hmm. they could just go like block after block. But hey, you want some food? Follow me. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I mean, it's Seattle basically um, is is a carbon copy of San Francisco. Like yeah. when they're they're like a couple of weeks behind San Francisco. Yeah, like a little whatever, rainier. Yeah, it's it's a lot more rainier, but like say the same shit. Like you go over there and it's like it, it, it's a place that used to have all these nice restaurants or whatever, but all these restaurants a lot of them are going out of business. You got a lot of homeless. You got needles and, you know, mm -hmm. homeless was shit all over the streets. Yeah. She just <laughs> muted herself again. Yeah. What was that? Go ahead, Alex. No, go ahead, Alex. Watching the chat, the slam dunk slammer dude's calling us racist. Oh shit! I I was gonna open up the chat. Well, but speaking of racism, I want to mention some real quick. This is what I was actually looking from my phone. It says that in the Chaz in Seattle, this person on Twitter, and there's a video where they're trying to adopt a white privilege tax, making white people each give ten dollars to a black. Ten dollars to a yep. <laughs> I mean, that's no crazier than white people kneeling and, and washing random black people's feet uh, or kneeling and apologizing for their white privilege to a random Dude, this is fucking worse because like, they're actually the giving them something. It's I insane. don't think it is because you would – no, when you kneel and you fucking apologize for something that you didn't do, that is giving something up. It's it, arguably worse than money. Money can be re-earned. Yeah. That fucking respect, that self-respect, that respect from those people. That's true. You ain't going to get that back. Like if, you, 
Like, if you want to join, if if those people want to join the liberals, go for it. Join them. Yeah. Right. I don't want them. I don't want them on my side. Like, well, look, you're you're weak. I don't I don't want you on my side. Get over there. Well, you know what we should do is we should go and have it so that the people, the liberals working Silicon Valley, they they contribute ten percent of their income to this. Time. Yes. Because, like, have you ever heard of this app called Blind? No. It's a nope. swan, it's like a social media thing for people who work in like the tech industry. I, I somehow found my way onto it. But there are these fuckers out there making like five hundred thousand dollars, like working at Facebook and shit a year. Wow. You know, they should have these, and these people are the ones that need to be fucking donating to all their shit. They should go donate half their income to fucking Black Lives Matter. You know, put your money where your mouth is. Like a lot of these people, even on there, they don't even agree with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have a question actually for the viewers because there she is. I have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend. Um, I, I promise I won't share the video, but they they sent me a picture of an email with links to donate to Black Lives Matters from their corporate company. Jesus. So I'm curious of how many other people are getting these kind of emails from their corporate companies from their employers. Mm, I, I haven't had the. I haven't had that email with a link in it before. And is that but, is yeah. that legal? Because they are a pack. like BLM. That's a pack, right? Uh, it, uh, what are you about? Yeah, because I, look, look at go to the black. Seriously, go to the Black Lives Matter site and then go and then go uh, donate. Right? Oh, it yeah. takes you. It takes you to Act Blue. Are you sure that mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter? Because here's the thing with Black Lives Matter. If I understand this correctly, it's yeah, like a non yes. thing. Well, you know, have someone take the name of Black Lives Matter and say donate to me and just goes to his fucking paycheck. But I don't think there is one Black Lives Matter website. Not now. To be fair, you know, most of these people probably are Democrats, but I don't think that you could necessarily say that because it is a uh, its website. Like it's organization. It doesn't have an organizational structure apparently. Well, like, it it does. Well, it, it does, but it does though. Yeah. There's, there's two. There's two parts to it. Yes. There's the actual Black Lives Matter movement of the people on the street, and mm-hmm. there is an actual Black Lives Matter organization yes. that's funded, that it raises money, and does what with it? I don't know, but I know uh, it, at least uh, originally George Soros was a funder. It takes you right. to act blue screen. Yeah, Democratic that funding. money is going straight to the Democratic Party. Yeah, it's yeah. like John the Fourth, uh, not the King, said in the chat that money goes to share blue, that money goes to yeah. Dems. Exactly, mm-hmm. the black like um, I keep forgetting your name because you're new. Uh, Apex, I'll call you. Uh, like he said, there is the people the, on the, the ground. The gamma. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, like so, Act Blue is actually it's like a it's like an intermediary. Like it's a middleman. Blue is the platform that these that basically these Democrat um, campaigns use to uh, they they use that Act Blue platform to you know collect money from other people like for their campaigns or whatever. But here's the thing: I was looking at the terms of service for it, and they say any money not used after a certain time will be redistributed right well they are good at redistributing the wealth right so (laughs) isn't that isn't that illegal though oh hi sam i mean it it could be like and this is what i'm saying if if you give like donate this is what i'm saying if you're donating money to blm are you donating it to the 
global the the Black Lives Matter global network. And if you no. are, if you are, then that's a pack because I you're going through illegal. back blue. I think it's illegal because Tom responded to Candace about this when she posted mm -hmm. it on Twitter, uh, Judicial Watch, and um, he's yeah. looking into that's it. Something. So I think it's illegal, especially if he's looking into it. He's like, yeah, this doesn't look legal. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, first of all, Tom Finn does great work. Shout out to him. But that oh, is yeah. the this, this is what I'm I've been trying to explain to people, and this will be a good way in segue into the Chappelle thing. Black Lives Matter is a totally organized movement that is it's a sort of operational movement in the DNC. This is not just some organic grassroots shit. Maybe it might have kind of well, started it, that way. It, but it's I think not. It is on, I don't know. I think it is on a uh, local level. No. Well, I think on honestly, a local level, I think it is. But the, the top, like the, the top, there's like a top organization that's like crooked as hell. And then you have like a whole uh, bunch of, and then you have like a whole bunch of local, like like a local organizations that are just trying to actually like do their thing. I, I Well, I, they I'm might have been something My different before Black Lives Matter. But w look. These we we all know these cop shootings are a freak incidents. They're very small. Gavin McGinnis had some good stats on this. I'll bring up uh, in a second. But nobody cared about this till we were told to care about it. And then all of a sudden, the there's point. Black Lives Matter. It is totally engineered. It's 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 just something the Democrats looked at and said this is a great way to create racial division to uh, rally minorities to us and buy votes and have another activist arm in the DNC. I heard you want to say something, Donnie? Oh, yeah. I was going to say that, remember we pulled the information about Sean King and his Twitter feed mm -hmm. um, talking about the Democrats? I think we have a, an answer why he did it now, because he's been attacked for, people are talking about him not handling the financials correctly now, and like I'm seeing stories about that. That might be a reason why. They're probably trying to take black lives um, you know, since it's going straight to DNC, I think they just want to get rid of someone. And I think he probably is speaking out because they're trying to say he is not he wasn't handling money correctly, he wasn't paying taxes. So that's probably why he's speaking out now. <laughs> wow. I, you know, I, I, my personal opinion, like my what I've gathered from uh, all my conversations on the internet and with people in real life in my rural little community, um. Some of them literally have white power tattooed on them, mind, mind you. Uh, some of them uh, are uh, barely speak English. But anyway, uh, mostly, mostly through speaking with my super liberal, rich, white friend that I've referenced uh, before when talking on this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Is I, I really do think that I would say at least 50, if not 60% of the people you see footage of out in the streets freaking out they believe what they're out there for there there is an actual movement of these people that believe that there's victimization on a systemic level against either their skin color or a skin color that they're not that they feel they need to stand up for like, oh yeah i do think that it's a real these people are having but that's the whole thing is it's that's the point rather is there the 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 ploy is playing on people's actual emotions because you can't it's so hard to disarm that when someone has a, 
a preconceived notion or or brainwashing of any level really but if they think the sky is blue when it turns green uh you know it's it's hard to convince them that it was ever blue after uh you know well it's straight up alinsky tactics you know they took an issue they personalized it with these incidents they tapped into emotions they they pitted race against race and this is what you have i mean it's it's totally engineered shit and like people are saying in the chat i mean there was uh, they're talking about source funding this stuff there was a yeah. fantastic project Vi- project veritas video out recently where they caught somebody uh-huh. literally saying soros yep. is funding antifa and that antifa is yes, looking for yes. a fund foundation oh, funding from tom steyer who is the guy mm-hmm. that started Next Gen, which is a far-left climate change activist group that's, uh, that we've seen on campuses that would nag us registered to vote, but they just hate Trump. That's pretty much all they which, are. Which I actually have a funny story about that, too, <laughs> sort of. Um, so as you guys may may or may not know, uh, my, my brand, if you will, for the Whitfield Report is called next-gen conservative which i came up with years ago it's kind of it's kind of like how rush limbaugh has the eib network and alex jones has Infowar, so to speak i have next-gen conservative anyway i guess uh i guess a few college kids somehow stumbled upon my page thinking that they were going to find next-gen and they were few <laughs> and they were and they were furious that i that my page came up instead because you know oh my and oh my god next gen is paddling white right you know right wing propaganda now but but um oh, we do but yeah we yeah we so we might need to reform that banner again just to, just to mess with them i kind of like it but uh anyway yeah I, I don't mind reading your guys' chat here. You have a couple of good comments. So uh, John did say something like, uh, also, Soros funds the campaigns of local DAs, these people who are uh, who decide if to press uh, charges and crimes like corruption. This is why Soros groups get away, away with murder. And uh, I don't know, Sean, if you caught my uh, show just now, but I basically said that Trump ought to use the Patriot Act and uh, look into George Soros's uh, fund. Yes, I, I think. And I mean, hell, if if we if we're going to have a Patriot Act, which if we're going to have a Patriot Act which is unconstitutional, we might as well use it to sweep up some of these dirt bags. George so. Soros, a U.S. citizen? No, but again, I'm sure I, he probably bought his bought his citizenship years ago yeah but bought a green card but but again we're talking about the cia and all the intelligence agencies i mean if we if we can spy on our allies why don't we spy on people who are trying to literally ruin this country so i just don't know if we'd be at like I don't know. I don't know if they'd be close enough, like if they'd be able to gotten help them with that. So you saw how aggressive these people are to the Trump admin. I mean, what the yeah, the, that's what that's what that's what the drain the swamp tagline was all about. But I mean, I, I think they're scared. Like this whole this whole craziness is going on. I think the Dems are scared. Yeah, because that, like I... if if Trump wins, 
I I think some shit's gonna some shit's gonna come out. Like well, I I know I I actually agree with you, and that was kind of the point I was sort of alluding to earlier. Is I as far as like these uh, autonomous zones continuing to pop up and this shit continuing to go, if I mean this basically more or less this all all of this does play into Trump's hands in the greater scheme. I mean, regardless of this panel, like the people I talk to, most people don't really like the things he says, but that that's yeah. not what's important. As yeah. Americans, adults that have bills to pay and mortgages and shit, um, business owners, they like him. They, they, you know, they respect him. They want him to do a good job. Um, now, my, <laughs> the younger people, um, is it's very much opposite because uh i don't know i really do think i think it was joe rogan recently said uh when he was talking to crystal and sager that uh social media uh what what did he, what did he say it it um uh, it like aids mental illness or something or it like enhances mental illness mm-hmm. um, i think yeah because... I, I i agree with that too yeah i, I do too yeah i i just think i think it i i I think it's beyond that. I think it magnifies people in general. Like it magnifies what you already are. Like if you're a good person, yeah. it can magnify how good of a person you are. If you're an asshole, it can magnify how big of an asshole you are. Right. And, and everything in between, mm-hmm. I, I think, but I like what, what, what you were talking about, like with, um, you, you know, with Trump and some of the people that don't like his tweets. I think that people see him as somebody that doesn't put in a whole lot of time to, you know, say the right things or whatever. They see that as a good thing. Cause that takes work. Like that takes huh. work to, to be like polished and, and, and you know, say the right things at all the right times with all the right positions and all that. And it's that that's work that could be used serving the people, right? That's, that's work yeah. that somebody could use, um, uh, helping the economy, helping, you know, solve foreign issue, foreign, you know, relations issues. That's something that, you know, they could use, um, toward trade negotiations or whatever, you know? And, and, and yeah, there's well, a lot. There's a lot that goes on with being the president of the United States, and it's like, well, for every minute that you're 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 spending rehearsing a speech is a minute that you could be using, you know, with one of these million other tasks that you're trying to do. And he understand like Donald Trump understands that. It's like, no, I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't care if if I get yelled at for saying the wrong tweet. It's like, look, let's. We we got shit to do. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I can I can add on that personally. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, starting. Uh, I mean, I just started um, Wharton's business college summer session. Yeah, congrats. And I mean, the seeing that President Trump went there. I mean, each video I see, I can see how you know the professors who taught him what he knows in business and you know how to make deals. I can see why he tweets and speaks the way he does because they don't, you know, when it comes down to business and you're in a negotiating room, all bets are off and, you know, political 
correctness has left the room and what you're there to do is to seal the deal and just go on and state the facts like there's no small talk there's no oh trying to appease the other side because most likely if you're trying to appease the other side you just give the whole business over to them so they wouldn't have another competitor that's very well said yeah and that's the thing too because like, i see he speaks like an absolute businessman he's not this isn't you know the president where it would be you know there would be basically an english major or like a communications major where everything that they did was you know down to the last detail and they checked over it themselves they just want to get their own message out and make sure that they're saying what is true basically and you know that's what he's trying to tell us but these people you know they obviously don't believe in sound logic and when they hear the truth they obviously don't want to listen yeah it's emotion dude it's all and it's so emotion heavy uh that everything that's happening right now mm -hmm. that's the thing that i that i have gathered and i try to explain this to my friend of 15 years <laughs> who like knows me so well but still continues to call me a racist and a white supremacist just i don't know it he thinks that he knows more about me than i do because of hey, the conversations we're having i don't even pay attention if, if if somebody calls anybody a racist anymore, I just ignore them completely because it's like mm. that that term has been worn down so much. It's like, uh, but but that's that's kind of the point, though, is yeah. this is my friend and I care a yeah. lot about this dude. Yeah. And he's actually a smart person. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's why these arguments have persisted, because well, I, I have to break through that fucking thick it, skull. It it's is. not so <laughs> much that but but it's not so much that it's like smart or dumb. It's like you've they're they're emotionally tied mm -hmm. to the point where it kind of you know it compromises reality it's, it's absolutely you've been, you've been so emotionally invested in a said topic or in a said opinion that it's like you've you've completely separated yourself from reality in that regard yeah i mean can the people in my city just like chill for like two seconds <laughs> Is the Wendy like still on fire? Seconds. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Because they won't let the fire brigade get in. Well, yeah, there's a motherfucking you know, that's raccoon. Part the, that's a part of system, <clears throat> systematic, systematic uh, racism. You know. Systemic racism. Yeah. Whatever. Get it right, yeah. bigot. Do they even know what systemic means? Like, no. do they know that it's not... In order for something to be systemic, it has to be sustained through a period of over 100 years without breakage in a singular person. No singular person has carried it through the pres presidential office. So how can it be systemic? Well, Scott Adams is doing an interesting challenge on Twitter. He says, I'm going to give people seven days a week to come up with, give me an example of systemic racism. Because Scott Adams is kind of I, I can tell he basically doesn't buy it, but he's kind of giving people the chance to prove him wrong. And every time somebody brings up an example, nine times out of ten, it's just racism. It's just somebody exactly. being racist. It's not a entire system that is working to keep a certain group down well, for thing, like a hundred years. I'll say that with the with the Georgia situation with the uh, Atlanta fire or whatever, uh, and these protests, I wonder. I wonder how much shit the Georgia governor is going to take. 
because that's a Republican governor. Well, it comes down the mayor. It comes down the mayor. Yeah, but but I'm saying, how much shit do you think he's gonna take as far as he's gonna? So basically, so how it's set up here in Atlanta, seeing as I live closer, um, more next to the um, governor's mansion, and it sort of goes from like they don't really. (laughs) It's actually really funny. They go. The people of Atlanta don't directly go to the mayor of Atlanta or even hold her accountable for everything that's happening in her city. They immediately go to the governor, uh, which has to wait for the mayor to do something because he cannot go in there without her approval. Mm-hmm. Well, so they blame he, the governor, even though the mayor is fully responsible. It's because he's she a Republican. Whoever you, goes into well, Atlanta you, you can, as a governor, you can go in. It just, it just is a very, it's a more difficult process when the mayor isn't cool with it yeah Yeah, but but i'm saying but here here i'm saying uh this governor wasn't playing no fucking games though like look at the look at the look at the uh, ahmaud arbery situation right as soon as that shit hit the airways he's like get the gi get the gbi involved no i'm not playing this fucking game and like i think i think you might see you might see that because i i my my opinion of this Georgia governor, it looks like he doesn't play. He's not a, a game player. Like he's, you should he's, you should have seen his campaign commercial. Yeah, it was no, it was yeah, real, he, it rustled some feathers. I mean, so the campaign commercial was basically like, so he has a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And so the campaign commercial was, um, his daughter's boyfriend coming over to pick her up for dinner and he had a 12 gauge shotgun <laughs> he was like no you don't do anything to her you hear he was like yes sir and he was like i'm uh brian kemp i'm running for uh georgia governor i was like that's a I, solid commercial oh, yeah. i i Base. saw another i saw another commercial that tucker played uh on his on his show earlier this week it's uh it's some like republican governor tortle uh, candidate, I think for like, I think it's for like North Carolina or, or I can't remember which state it is specifically, which is bad because I should know. But uh, anyway, this candidate is a is a is a woman and she's a Republican, and she ba- same thing. She basically like comes out of her door with a shotgun and says, "If Antifa wants to come into my state when I'm a governor, click." We're gonna have, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have problems. Fuck so. yeah! See, that's the sort of shit Republicans yeah. need to do. Be a well, badass. Well, be a strong look at, wait, look leader. Look at Miami. Look at well, Miami. You remember? You, did you see any of the film going on with a the protest? There was something, uh, um, like that. That mayor of Miami, who's who is a Republican, uh, he wasn't putting up with no shit either. He had like. Uh, that there were some protesters that were trying to beat the shit out of a cop car, and they the like the the fucking they a whole bunch of armored police fucking came in and completely sank that situation in a hurry. Like they look, I'm telling you, uh, that these people these people only attack Democrat areas. They only attack them because they're weak. They're weak and feckless, and they're easy targets. They're not going to mess around with that shit. Like, in, in Atlanta, you know, I, I mean, grant you, 
the last time a uh, a Republican was mayor of Atlanta was like in the eight, fucking eighteen hundreds or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, I'm I'm dead serious. I think it was like eighteen. So I think it might have been the Civil War. I think the Civil War may have been the last time. But um, uh, yeah, but but you got a Republican governor that is not. It is not play. It doesn't look like he's going to be playing games. And keep in mind, all this stuff is just happening right now. So I'm almost positive that this this mayor is probably getting a call going with the governor going, "What the fuck? Get a, get a hold of this shit right now." I swear, this SWAT officer looks like he's wearing hockey pads. <laughs> it's like when the Dark Knight yeah. when Batman says, you "I'm not wearing in. hockey pads." No, you, yeah, you need to come in like. You need to come in with a whole bunch of big freaking armored people come in like the fucking wrath of God. Like I will I will sweep in like a fucking phoenix and close this shit immediately. Well, I like I think Alex was saying, like, especially from the federal level, they need to be careful with that because they're waiting for them to do that. Like, that's the whole sort of bait they're putting out here. They 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 got these people yeah. to riot. They got them to loot. And you know, the, the, if you let it wait out, these people will, people will feel this shit. It will stay in the headlines. People need to see yeah. this, see the destruction yeah. that's happening by Black Lives Matter and Antifa and Democrat cities. And then maybe at the when you absolutely need to send in the the Phoenix, the savior uh, that is to Trump and the, the National Guard and the military and all that jazz. But what's also interesting is. Uh, I'm gonna check on a fiend Atlanta and put that up here. But I I saw like a few hours ago, like when they Black Lives Matter blocked the traffic on the highway, and there were hundreds of car, thousands of cars jammed up there. And the the as the reporter you know was there, they the and the barricade was broken, and they got the protesters off the highway. They go, oh, thousands of people are now getting through, and I immediately thought. Thousands of people just became Republicans because they're feeling that shit. And that's what's so stupid about these forms of protest. I mean, as as sometimes slick the Democrats can be in their devious tactics, this is just stupid because you're literally, by allowing this to happen, this doesn't hurt Trump. This this fucking turns people off. It turns them red. It turns them Republican. Because they're like, I don't want to deal with this shit. It's, it's, it's so funny you mentioned that, though, Sean, because... I have an uncle on my uh, stepmother's side of the family, so technically, like, we're not related, but, you know, whatever. And uh, he, as for as long as I've known him, which has been probably for about, like, 15 years now, he's always been a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat. And it, it, it drives me crazy because he he served in the Gulf War. He, like... He owns guns and he likes to watch football on Sunday. And it, like he's always been a big liberal, and it drives and it's always baffled me because I'm like, dude, you're 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 Republican in the way you live. You just for whatever reason vote Democrat. Well, yeah. Well, on Friday, he actually said that he uh, has turned to the dark side, quote unquote. Mm. And he re-registered as a as a as a Republican, and he said one he said one of the reasons he said I still don't like Trump, he said and I probably never will he said but 
he said that he said this riot shit has gotten out of hand mm-hmm. and he said he's he said and plus the cancel culture of all of these tv shows and video games oh, and it's like, so stupid like what cops not. gets canceled gone with the wind Dude, isn't on hbo what Paw the patrol fuck? yeah fucking Paw Paw patrol. fucking paul patrol like what the hell <laughs> My girls love that show. <laughs> well, weren't they calling that like a fascist cartoon like not too long ago? Yeah, I saw a video on that. But it's uh, like, which, uh, which, I mean, I, I actually want to ask Donnie about that real quick. Um, because one of the articles that I that I read, it was not bad, and it was clearly written by some like white uh academic and it was saying that like black people get triggered by um cops or whatever but i've never heard of a, of a black people of, of a black person getting upset by cops or law and order but then again i'm not part of the community either so well and- I i'm probably not either <laughs> But I will say that I think everyone gets triggered when they see a police officer. Mm. Um, they'll slow yeah. down and hit the brakes. I think it's everyone. It's not a race thing. Yeah, I do. I when I, if I see if I see <laughs> lights <laughs> blinking behind my car, I'm like, oh fuck, what did I do? Well, yep, don't well, go no. five below the speed limit. <laughs> well, no, I I'm in I'm in the I'm in the show, cops. Not I mean, yeah. I, I mean, oh. Oh. Everyone, oh, bad boys, bad boys, cops. Oh no, 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 listen. I, Oh, go ahead, Donnie. Go ahead, Donnie. I, I guess they're um, saying that like people hate the show, is what I'm saying. They're so. just trying to tell people to hate this show. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I have to say, uh, I was actually looking. It's so funny. When this argument with my friend first started uh, a few weeks back, I started digging for this live PD clip that I watched on TV uh, a few weeks prior to that of this high-speed chase through this fucking dense neighborhood. I mean, 90 plus miles an hour at points, whipping around 90 degree turns. Turns out it was a young black lady with a toddler in the car that was not strapped into anything. Like she stepped out of the car and the toddler comes fucking waddling out in his diaper. While the white cop and his fucking five, his five white buddies were like, you can go home. We're not gonna let you drive home, but you can go home. We don't wanna separate you from your child. Hmm. I'm like, holy shit, systemic racism, if I've ever fucking seen it. <laughs> well, be- so, before sorry. we transition sorry. to the Chappelle thing, no, that's a good point. Um, I'll bring up some stats that Gavin McGinnis was talking about in his telegram. And he said, American police have 395 million interactions a year. So 400 million interactions in a year. In 2019, 10 unarmed black people were killed by police, only two of which were not attacking the police. In those two cases, the police were arrested. What the fuck is the world riding about? Is there a job with a more perfect record than two in 395 million? <laughs> My calculator can't even I mean, display what a tiny percentage that is. <laughs> that is yeah. that is an amazing point, dude. Did, did either of you guys see the... Did, did, any, did any of you see the epic meltdown from the, uh, from like the PBA uh, head out in philadelphia i think it oh was. fuck what happened in my hometown? what is that pro bull riders associating no the, 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 the police i think it's like the, it's basically like the police um 
board association. I did not. Uh, I just saw that a bunch of like good old boys were defending one of the statues or something in Philly, which is what we fucking need. Well, no. Oh. What, so, so you know what's amazing? Go, go ahead, Sammy. Sorry, sorry. So I have and I'll have to I'll have to try and find this, but basically the head of the police uh, board association, I it's basically like the head of the police union, I think. And I think it was in Philly, at least he sounded like he had a Philly accent. Um, basically, like, went on this rant and said, look, it's unfortunate that there are corrupt cops. It is unfortunate that, you know, there are cases of abuse. But the vast majority of us are here and to, are here to protect and serve. And it's a thankless job. And uh, I'm actually going to... Let me try and actually find. Uh, Are you sure it was Philly or it, New York? Because the, the, I think the, it was like the head of the, uh, the head of the. He he had a real New York accent and he was really digging it, like he was it, digging it and like like. Um, I think it is it New York. So I think I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it it, it might have been it might have been New York. I I can't tell the difference between New York accents and Philly accents. There's a big difference. Sorry, guys. Philly's like, got a way, slight accent, but New York is like way heavier. By the way, let's let's stop to to let let people know. Bill De Blasio. Oh my God, he's he might be the worst fucking mayor ever in oh, the yeah. history of mayors in the United States. Like the worst. And now you're gonna take. And now you're trying to take a billion dollars from the NYPD. Are you out of your fucking mind? They're, 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 That's is, the worst. The worst thing you could do. Well, did you yeah, see? Yeah, because well, even... the, the problem, the problem with the police brutality, and, and I've said this for years, is training and recruitment. Yeah. yeah, it's the wrong people being policed and the right people being trained the wrong way. Period. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's what it is. They're yeah. they're they're operating in a war zone, uh, in some cases, and they're being trained for a war zone in a in a fucking to operate in a peaceful zone which is more rare, but uh, I mean, black cops, white cops, Mexican cops, fucking Hawaiian cops. Like they have <laughs> all killed out. people. They have all killed people, uh, you know, on the job, uh, every fucking race that exists that lives in this country. That is a police officer. I mean, it, it's <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. The argument over the numbers is what really gets me because my you know my that's the the hardest wall that i come up against because as much time as i've spent on the internet i can't cite enough numbers from enough places to make it sink in because there's always some sort of counter uh article to whatever article i'm presenting yeah, to just to to greatly paraphrase we'll say cnn versus a fox news kind of thing like mm -hmm. fox news reports on something CNN's report on that same thing. Uh, well, we won't say Fox News. We'll say Tucker because Tucker's the only thing that's worth watching on Fox News, in my opinion. Uh, they're all fucking garbage. But the uh, the 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 problem that I keep having uh, with with especially in real life arguments. Again, I think I brought up on this show that Hispanic girl that I work with that told me a story about her cousin that died, and she had this idea of a racial conspiracy racist conspiracy the cops just didn't tell anybody in her family that uh her cousin got hit by a car 
uh, because they didn't want to or, or whatever. Well, he was undocumented. He didn't have a license. He didn't have a social security number. He had a check in his pocket with someone's name on it and someone's address. Uh, he didn't speak English. <laughs> How the fuck are, you know what I mean? But she has been pushing back lately and she's quoting me numbers and shit. I'm assuming she's talking to family members who are also indoctrinated into this, into this victim mentality. And that's the biggest thing. I can't speak to it. I'm white. Uh, I've not, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself privileged. Uh, I'm pretty squalored uh, at, at 30 something years old, but um, you know, what I see and what I know is that feeling sorry for yourself at any, at any level does you no good. Yeah. And that's all I see is a, a wellspring of vic it's, it's handing out victim cards to, and it started with the, 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 the trans people and the, 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 I mean, it started, you know, five years ago, six years ago, maybe even further back than that. But uh, this whole race baiting thing certainly started under Obama. Uh, Black Lives Matter started under Obama, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, I want to actually shift gears just a smidge. Did anybody in this chat read the uh, Medium article by that the anonymous professor from Berkeley? Nope, I haven't Did heard you, about you know, that. You said Medium? Yeah. That would require yeah. me to actually go on Medium to read that site. <laughs> well, I've never, I don't go on Medium either, but I, I found the article pretty interesting because uh, it was, it was a pretty long read, but it was mm. uh, from a fellow professor at Berkeley um, replying to Professor X and Y. I don't know who exactly he's talking to or he or she is talking to, but they're speaking as a black person. Um, and it's, uh, it, it, I found it, I don't know, I found it, it resonated with me because it's a lot of the points that I'm trying to make m much more articulate, um, and well put, uh, you know, cause I mumble a lot and I don't, you know, again, I'm kind of an idiot. I'm kind of retarded as, uh, <laughs> as Alex Jones said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as we don't want to be politically correct. Yes. Well, well no, I'm, well, I'm not I... anyway. Well, I, I, I guess shove a point in the chat, Reddit, and he or she says the professor nailed it. So, um, it, but... right, exactly. You guys should all read it. I, 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 uh, I posted it on my Twitter. It's okay, very good. Cool. It's a, it's yeah, about a you know eight minute read or so. But I um check it out. I I sent you guys the clip of the uh, of the of the New York City Police yep. Board yeah. uh, chief. So. I don't know if you guys can play that on here, but it is worth it is worth watching. I I definitely yeah. Think. Well, I will say um, before we switch gears to the Chappelle things, that's so we need to touch on. Um, big news for on a personal side for our channel, we officially broke two hundred subscribers. We hit the mark. We've uh, been growing. We've been growing at a pretty good rate. Yeah. And thank thank you guys. Thank you guys, the ones that you know that that are actually listening to us. It's like it, it's it's a pleasure. Um, I just I, yeah, I mean this this thing we've and it, and it's all you other all all you guys that you know that are doing this with us too. Um, but you know, we're just having fun. This is I I don't know I don't know if I even. I we do this thing and I'm just having a good old time. Yeah, um, I, I'm not. I, I have to I, jump on sub just to be a dick. 
I have to, I have to, th I have to thank uh, Donnie personally, real quick, for uh, resurrecting my Twitter account from the dead. Donnie, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what you did, but I am no longer screaming. I am no longer screaming in, into the void anymore. As of the, as of today, <laughs> as of today, people are actually like reading my uh, tweets and actually like replying to them and whatnot. So. I don't know if you unshadow yeah. if you unshadow banned me, but thank you, I guess. So. Well, like you're totally welcome. Maybe there's some people working in Twitter who are conservatives secretly, and they're trying to help us out. Yeah, we could have man well, to on the outside. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It, uh, I, I, my Twitter account, just like my YouTube account, we're all kind of shit posting. Uh, I mean, my my Twitter was just an extension of my YouTube account as as it as it started. And I met Sam through the Owen Benjamin nonsense that I used to do, which I will forever be tied to. I, I can't escape that. Uh, but I find, uh, I find, you know, because I've never had, I don't have a Facebook. I had a MySpace like 15 wow, years ago. Wow, boomer. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'm over 30 years old, man. So oh, for you're sure. a mega I've, boomer. <laughs> I'm, mega, I'm mega boomer for sure. Uh, but <laughs> I'm type gamma boomer actually. No, but uh, I I've never I've never you know I never was interested in social media. I like talking to people, and I always saw the internet as fake and gay ultimately because all I ever really dealt with was trolling in various forms uh, outside of dealing with my you know immediate friends. Uh, but I uh, I'm actually enjoying. I've actually become quite passionate about the shit that's going on in the world. And um, uh, what was the point? Oh, yeah, Donnie. <laughs> Donnie and her uh, her extensive Twitter reach. I don't know what the I don't even know what the fuck Twitter is, uh, but I'm interacting with people and it's fun. Yeah, ours so, has been yeah. blowing up today, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, well, and that's and that's what I like about the the podcasting format and more more so the the live stream format now um you know i'm as most people here know like i'm an old school podcaster going back to like oh eight, and i've gotten to see this medium really Blue evolve. i uh, pr <laughs> pr proudly i will take i will take the uh the the millennial <laughs> boomer um status especially if if you guys tuned in and saw i'm i'm kind of dressed like a boomer too. Hey, no, boomers, you look um, handsome as fuck, man. You look handsome uh, as fuck, Sammy. Shut up. You look quite well, stiffy. Well, well, well. Thank you. Um, you, you have like three too many shirts on, but it's alright. Consumer is I, a mindset. It is a way I, of life. You do not have to be above the age of sixty-five to be a boomer. You could be a, as young as me or as old as it, Phil. You could be anywhere in between. <laughs> it's it's a lifestyle. Yeah. But. Anyway, I I I have to say, out of all the mediums out there, the live I think the live stream slash podcast format is the least gay, because people <laughs> well, there actually goes our demonetization again. People actually, <laughs> people actually, people actually talk to each other on here. By, by the way, thanks thanks YouTube for shadow banning us. Really appreciate it. I want okay. to talk about that You're actually. Doing so great. We were doing so great, right? Like that yeah. last week, 
we were a whole bunch of people were listening to our stuff and the numbers were flying right and then all of a sudden our channel just gets shadow banned like you can't even find it and yeah, it's like you oh, know what's yeah. what's funny is i'm on this stream with you guys and i yeah. have the notification bell clicked and i didn't get notified i actually just Not, looked uh, yeah. a few minutes ago neither did i that's why that's why i had to text yeah. you guys when you guys it were going on like, yeah it, it just got it just got uh like a day or two ago it just got re reinstate like or well it's just started reappearing well to explain that a bit more what happened was normally when you would go to youtube and you would search on youtube versa media we would be like one of the first things to pop up our channel and you'd go to it and it was i think it was the first like you have the screenshot phil and as we were growing through the george floyd live streams we've been doing following the anarchy in in these cities uh at some point and we all kind of noticed this at once and i was about to post some discord but one of you beat me to it when when you search for some media on youtube we didn't come up our channel did not come up these other ones came up that were smaller sub counts had nothing to do with it but when you search versa media and let's say milo like for a specific video for a specific gas those things would come up but the channel itself would not come up even after that too our channel simply wasn't coming up on the youtube search at all you go to page after page nothing so i mean there's many cases in the past where you could have your conspiracy or guess or whatever that we were being shadow banned or subverted but we didn't really have anything definitive of that matter but this is the one case we've had so far that I can say we're definitively being shadow banned without doubt. There was some that, algorithm that got triggered or somebody at YouTube was watching our small ass channel and just went boop. And now we're at 205 somebody subs. Somebody flagged it, maybe. What was that? I was going to say somebody may have flagged it too, or a yeah, couple people may have. That's actually yeah. a good point. Somebody may have flagged it because we're getting a lot of people in chat. And I, you were saying that one dude slam dunk slammer i think he said was calling us racist but he keeps like deleting every comment so i don't know what he is maybe maybe he did i don't know uh, i know like just lately like for my personal life i've been like banned off of facebook too and that was really weird uh situation with that because i didn't even post yeah. comment i literally just reacted what was that? that you went out right there what was that well, I said, as soon as, like, my Facebook account, it's been banned. And as soon as I reacted to a Breitbart article, I my account immediately got a message saying, uh, you know, we, you cannot access it. We need a form of identification from you. And that You're was right banned. after the Breitbart article, not two seconds past that. That, like, I've heard and stuff, and, you know, I was like, oh, it couldn't happen to me because I'm a nobody on Facebook. You know, I'm well, like. That's because, well, that's because Breitbart is hate speech. I didn't That's even I, like. <laughs> I did the I did the, the angry face, and they did it for that. Like, what the hell is going on, Facebook? Well, uh, well, uh, Facebook, uh, I'm not banned. You're banned. Alex, they do, just delete the whole app. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you should, you should, you should have just done what Owen does and screamed, "I'm not banned. You're banned." So, um, <laughs> but yeah, can we can we talk about how people on Twitter? how they're saying that the president isn't well because you know he's taking a little more time than usual going down you know a ramp at um west point because you know he is 75 years old yet they won't talk about how biden literally mistaked 
President Trump for himself. He said, we gotta beat Biden. <laughs> oh, I agree for oh, that oh, one. Oh, 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 oh for the oh, fact oh, that Obama aged Trump. Trump. Take a sip of water and, you know, just leave him alone. <laughs> uh, Obama aged like fucking 15 years his first three years yeah. in office. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, visibly. Well, Trump did you look, see? Trump looks like the same fucking robot he was 12 years ago. Did you well, see when they were all the Democrats were pandering to the um, uh, African Americans by wearing these African scarves? And when they went into the house, they all went down on a knee and, like, had a moment of silence for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And I then. Well, the funniest part was uh, when Nancy Pelosi was trying to get up. She needed fucking assistance. Somebody had to come over and, like, help her. One person was texting during it. Another was, like... Yeah, what were we going to say, um, Nick? Yeah, so there's that. But then the guy in, like, the black in the really sort of, like, really navy blue... Like, he was... If you looked at Nancy and then looked all the way back, there's a guy in a bright blue suit who's, like, almost at the very back... When he was down on his knee, for, like, the first 45 seconds, he was, like, okay. But then once it reached, like, the first minute, he almost fell over. And I was, like, okay, I got to I gotta stop. Like, this is too much. Hey, hey Donnie, what, what, did you, what did you think of that whole thing? I laughed at them. I mean, they were pandering, and it was embarrassing. And one person standing up, one person can't get back up, another person, one like. One person falling over. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just, it's honestly very, it should be really embarrassing. I think um, people will probably see that and think, um, not cool. Because, you know, my Instagram is not very, like, political. I posted that picture and people actually liked it who are not um, conservatives. They're liberal. Who liked you, it. You and see, like, you see Arsenio Hall posted something <laughs> with, with uh, uh, he, post, he posted, because, uh, him and Eddie Murphy, like they did coming to America. Mm-hmm. And then they had like and they had uh they had Nancy Pelosi and uh I forget what the other the other one that dressed up on either side and he there he said coming to America too. And I was like <laughs> I, I, you know and I the comments were funny too. He had one that was like, oh so now are they honorary uh citizens of Zamunda which is like the country that was on coming they look, to America. They, it was funny. It was really funny. Well, they look like Wakanda was a real country. <laughs> they look like they were fucking posing for an album cover in a couple of them. Marvel yeah. uh, <laughs> needs to contact them for the next Black Panther. Movie. Yes. Well, here's what I don't understand. How is that not considered cultural, cultural appropriation? Per- yep. Yeah. That's exactly like, what white- I was saying. I was like, oh my god. That's my if culture. That, if Trump did that, if any of oh, that would be, that, it'd be uh, over. It'd be over. Yeah, like he could we even walk well to the Bible. If, if Melania Trump had like a tiger print fucking like outfit on, they would say that's cultural appropriate. It would be great if she Melania just posted on her Twitter. She's like. Just got this coffee from Zimbabwe, really supporting the Black Lives Matter. Oh, wait, wait, what if... That Zimbabwe coffee was yeah. dug up by slaves and brought up... What like if... You realize that Africa has a whole <laughs> lot of fucking slaves over there right now. Right now, right now. <laughs> no, it'd be funny if she said I she just... got a coffee from South Africa. No, I just, no. Imagined, I just imagined her... I just imagined a tweet... 
from someone with the last name Trump saying that they got copied from Zimbabwe and they d hope they don't get AIDS. Oh. Like that. What was that? What was that tweet? What was that tweet from that white lady years ago? That joke tweet years ago. Uh, oh, she can't yeah. get AIDS because she's white. Yeah, I know. What Luckily, you're talking I can't get AIDS because I'm white or whatever. Some teacher. Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We actually talked about that in one of my classes in my IST class of all fucking classes. What were you saying, Alex? I was gonna say if she got that coffee from Zimbabwe and she said, "Oh, I got this Rhodesian coffee today." Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, she or no, would... no, 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 with the fucking leopard print she got from like fucking Joe Exotic's uh, fucking zoo. zoo. Yes. No. In the new Netflix look. No, <laughs> no, get, no, get it right, guys. It's it's not a coffee anymore. It's Kofefe. Yes. So. Oh, that was an epic uh, typo. Probably the most infamous typo in Twitter history. Yeah. But no, I was, so I was just, you know, browsing through Twitter as I do. Um, you know, not really paying attention. Then I refresh, and you know, I see by uh, the Alamo is trending. I'm just like, oh, uh, I did see that about the Alamo, and you know, there's things going around about you know Antifa coming to the Alamo, and then Democrats, mm -hmm. of course, had to come in and say, you know, who really cares about it? I'm just like, if you haven't grown up in Texas then you don't really have a say about it because you Listen, learn about that place from day one. I will go Texas rev a fucking Lucian from way north of the fucking goddamn Red River if they start fucking with the Alamo. Like, you want to try and that dismantle is... and burn that place down? Sure, go ahead. It's already been done ten times and it's still there. <laughs> I... Listen, there will be way more than 200 American fucking patriots defending that site now in 2020. Get out of there were. Yeah. You know, we haven't brought up Dave Chappelle, but we keep hinting at it. We do. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's that. why we're getting no, disliked so much. But I will quickly say please like it? and subscribe if haven't. you haven't already. I actually haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. like and subscribe. I'm up on Twitter right now. Yeah, please like and subscribe if you haven't already. We're getting ratioed by some haters. Um, maybe that's because we brought up the fact that we broke 200 subs or that we were shadow banned. Maybe people want us to be shadow banned again, so Whatever. gotta fight Keep that. Dislike. Go ahead. Keep disliking our shit. I don't care. Well, that technically <laughs> pushes down the list Listen, more, so don't keep disliking. Right. We're doing yeah. something right. Yes. I'm gonna find I'm I'm gonna find a way to transfer all of my Owen Benjamin subscribers yeah, over over diversity. You're gonna migrate them. <laughs> Bringing some refugees. Yeah. Great yeah. But yes, we've been hinting about the Chappelle thing, and it looks like playing people seem tuned for it. If anybody hasn't seen it, Dave Chappelle dropped a, I don't even, I wouldn't call it a special, but it's sort of a video that was released. Netflix calls it a special. Of course ahead, they sorry. did. <laughs> Anything that comes on Netflix is a special now. But they had a video <laughs> that came on their, that got uploaded to their YouTube channel. Uh, their their comedy YouTube channel, not even the main Netflix one, and it was Dave Chappelle sitting in front of this fireplace, basically, and he wasn't cracking jokes. He was pretty much ranting and letting his mind speak. And sort of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, sort of like the um, uh, Kevin Spacey Christmas videos. Oh my God! No! 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 <laughs> need one of those right now <laughs> yeah i can just pull that like, up no 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 we, we no we do not need kevin's face <laughs> no no he but, needs another special <laughs> but um 
Yeah, there, there, there's no, there's no children here, so there's no need to bring up Kevin Spacey here. So. Yeah, we're good. What do you think about on. the mask? But the, I, I, what do we think I about the what? The mask. The audience was wearing, and Dave wasn't wearing a mask, but the audience. Oh, that kid's smoking that fucking uh, Swisher Sweet ain't wearing a mask. Well, yeah, that also was funny. Is they all some of these people had branded Chappelle masks, but Chappelle didn't have one. I guess well, he's pretty much f- far enough away. I guess he didn't need to he's wear one, broken. and he needs to smoke uh, as usual. But he basically talked. I mean, the TLDR of it. If anybody hasn't seen it, I do recommend everybody sees it. But he came out pretty pro Black Lives Matter. He did criticize CNN a bit, but he had more brutal attacks on Candace Owens and Laura Ingram than anyone else. Mm-hmm. So is what do anyone, we think? Is anyone really surprised though? I mean, I, I like no. the guy, but but he is pretty liberal. And I've, I've always said that, that like, look, I like his comedy, but just because he went, you know, just because he got red pilled last year doesn't necessarily mean he's going to stay red pilled. Well, so, I think it's because well, he listen. is a non-PC Democrat. I mean, he supported yeah. Andrew Yang. He supported Democrats in the past. Yang it didn't Yang. really surprise me that he came out with this, but I was a little disappointed that he didn't seem like he really knew what he was talking about, which is something I rarely say of him. He really, well, he think, believes there's systemic racism against blacks by oh. cops. And that's the that's my biggest problem, and it's yeah. the hardest wall that I'm coming up against again as a white man I, I don't feel privileged <laughs> compared to other white blacks Hispanics Asia I mean all other races and colors you can imagine uh, but here's the issue I... though I, I think with the with the Democrats working with these celebrities and them saying things like this I feel like the Democrats have uplift them help them get to where they're at and they may feel like they owe them something they may actually really actually owe them something you know yeah no that's a good that's a good point and actually what i was what i was kind of mumbling about the the point that i was trying to say was was that i feel like i don't think anyone is above like being duped into this because it's such a deep emotional core like uh, idea racism uh, and systemic racism and privilege and all these they're they're so it's like a perfect like uh kinetic you know uh combination i guess of of uh, emotional ideas for so many people it's i mean it is really really dangerous from my yeah. from my standpoint well, not I just for young a... black people but for all young people Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of Chinese money going through Hollywood, going through the enter just through the entertainment industry uh, alone, you know. And so you don't like like, and we 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 know that the dem the Democrats are in bed with the Chinese. You know that like you know that you have to ride if you don't ride a certain narrative, uh, that they're gonna cut you off, and that's some it. it it's on par and of course dave Chappelle, he's he's kind of tied to netflix and netflix is very democrat very liberal i think one of her one of the board members is susan rice an old obama um lackey and actually one of the finalists for biden's vp spot 
Um, so you know that's leaning in a certain direction. Um, I, I like, okay, so I like Dave Chappelle. I think he's one of the funniest people around. But uh, one of, the one thing I really didn't like, uh, and, and if you want to critique Candace Owens, that's one thing. But talking about her stank pussy, I was like, uh, I'm not – I'm not I'm not too yeah. hot on that one. You to know, me, and- man, again, that seems like an emotional comedian's response. He would have said that about anybody that he thinks like he doesn't have an actual argument against. He thinks mm. they're playing word games and the only way to counter that is to say something vile and fun you know, seemingly funny. Yeah. And that's because I didn't watch the whole special, but I did. I actually did watch a clip of it. Um, it was probably ten minutes long or something. Maybe that was the whole thing. I don't know. Uh, what he but, did was wrong. It was disgusting. And if you I didn't think like about it. how the, the mainstream media would act if a Republican man said that about a, a liberal woman, it would be blown up. It would be crazy, especially mm-hmm. if she was black. Say something. Yeah. Say a conservative man said something yeah. about Stacey Abrams. Oh no, no. That's not going to happen. Did, what did that, you that think of the whole special as a whole? I, that, I haven't was, seen it yet. It wasn't a comedy. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't a comedy. It wasn't a comedy. So it wasn't yeah, I shouldn't have called it special. I'm falling in that yeah. trap again. But what did you think of the video yeah. in general? Did you think he made any good points? Or was it coming from the right place? Or is this going to help or hurt things? I think someone else wrote this for him and he did it. That's mm. what I think. Mm. I think he actually believes what he's saying, and I don't think it's a money thing because he walked away from a huge deal um, with, I think, Comedy Central, like right when the Chappelle show was peaking, and he stepped out and kind of had a brief bit of retirement. I don't think he cares about money. I don't think that's motivating him. I think he genuinely believes what he's saying. It felt that way, but I think he's completely misguided. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I I you live in that area of like what was it los angeles that sort of thing you get this view of well he lives in ohio or at least he used to mm-hmm. he used to live in he a still town in ohio hey, he's still really? yeah that was what was so fascinating is like when he left um the Chappelle show passed on a big million multi-million dollar deal he went to africa for a bit came back lived in a small town in ohio which is one of the coolest things you could do and i thought it would keep him grounded but then I see this shit, and it makes no sense. Well, maybe he's hanging well, out with buddies in L.A. again. Well, well it keep does... in mind. So keep in mind, they also he also he got the message. He got Candace like he said he watched Candace Owens' video about how she didn't support yes. George Floyd, and he didn't get the message. Like he didn't get the message that Candace Owens was trying. Uh, to relay like he the, he was he she was saying that you know she, of course she wanted justice for George Floyd make sure that you know uh, he shouldn't have been killed hopes that the family gets justice all, but but didn't support him because he was like you know he 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 did some criminal shit right well she doesn't and, think we should be yeah. treating him as like a hero right. like a god and that's and that was the point that she was trying to make she was like look at these some of some of these african americans particularly liberal african americans are are panda are kind of uh praising the lowest denominator which mm-hmm. w- which she say are criminals right 
And because of that, that that tends to hold African-Americans down more than anything that could be even construed as s- systemic racism, right? Remind look me. How many, look how many people, like, like uh, you know, who, who do they... Who do they hold up? They hold up athletes. They hold up actors. They hold up rappers. They hold up like these. So a lot of these criminals, right? Um, and it's like there's so many good people. There's so many good uh, African Americans. Well, that we have just done got some. Really wait, 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 wait. Time out, guys. Time, that's actually a really good point. I want to touch on that. Wasn't uh-huh. there? And I, forgive me for forgetting her name, but wasn't there just a young African-American woman who was killed by police during yeah. Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor. That's that's what I thought her name was. Why isn't she vilified? That that poor girl should be in a fucking gold coffin. We should be mm-hmm. we should be memorializing her. If yeah. anybody. Here's the problem you know I mean? with her. That if you prop her up, because that was because of a known uh, there was a a um mm-hmm. no knock order. Well, she, she was a cop. No knock right? order. Well, she the bigger problem medical. is the fact that this would be used as an argument for more guns, for self-protection, for yeah. libertarianism. The left doesn't want that, so they don't Thank care you. about Breonna Taylor. I, I Thank you. That's what I wanted to hear. For Atlanta really says everything about this. This one girl on Twitter for Atlanta protests is like, cover your faces when you protest, protect your identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. You don't need oh. to cover your face if you're protesting. You cover your face if you're going to cause trouble. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Not in America, because guess what? You cover your face if you work in a retail environment. You have to, or you don't have your job. Yeah. Yeah. You used to not be able to walk into a public environment with your face fucking covered. They would kick you the fuck out. Well, and the only served. time that, honestly, you need to go to a protest wearing some cover-up is, honestly, if you're right-wing because people will dox you. The right does not dox these people unless they fucking, like, loot or steal. That's why that Berkeley professor had to post that fucking several-page article anonymously because he's like, I I will, he or she, I don't know, will lose their job mm-hmm. and, and worse uh, if they're if they go out public with their opinions. And they, it was so poignant. You guys have to read it. It's, it's very, very well, very well uh, written. So much for white privilege, then. Um, what were we gonna say, Alex? I was gonna say, do you see that guy on the feed? He's like underpants were all the way down, man. You could almost see a dude's ass. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually have a, I actually have a question based on white privilege, uh, and I, it's for the panel, but I guess this is, it's more for Donnie than anybody, but. The idea of white privilege, like if you actually believe in white privilege, does that not does that not also, like, do you not have to believe in like uh, white supremacy yes, to some degree to believe yes. in white privilege? That's the point I always bring up because Sargon brought up. If you believe in white privilege, then you technically believe whites are superior. You believe in white supremacy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I, I don't like Sargon that much. <laughs> But uh, that is, it's the, I mean, it's, that's something I've kind of come to on my own. And I've, uh, in, in my opinion, if you are kissing people's feet and you feel guilt, I kind of feel like you're guilty because you feel like you were better than black people, anyways. Um, well, as a white person, you, absolutely. Yeah. Like, because I don't, I would never kiss someone's feet, like, ever, or bow to anyone. That's weird. Nope. 
It doesn't change anything. I've been watching a lot of Young Rippa uh, on YouTube. Young Rippa '69, I think. Eric, Eric D. July, I, I, I love that. I love that guy. Dude, he's he's fucking awesome, dude. And he's keeping it real as fuck during all this shit. He posted a, you know, 20, 30 minute video about why he doesn't support Black Lives Matter. And I posted just a little snippet of it on Twitter. I've, I've, been, tr- I've, been, tr- I've been trying to get Eric on my show. F- so Eric July is Young Ripper's 69's real name. And I've, I've been following him for about like five years now. And I've, I've been, tr- ah. I've been, I've been trying to get him on my show actually, but he, uh, He's a really he's a really tough guy to get a hold of, mm-hmm. but yeah, I saw. I imagine that, he's busy. Yeah, I saw that video and yeah, every point he made was spectacular. So um, also, I, lo- I mean, I loved it as a as a white man watching a black man say what I think a black man sh- a strong black man should say. I mean, I'm a white man. What the fuck do I know? But I see an African American saying what I think an American of any fucking color should be saying fuck you i don't need you to i don't uh, get out of my fucking way is what i need i don't need you to to give me nothing i don't want your reparations i don't want your fucking i don't want none of it you know this is this is america well the other thing too about white privilege is that it the and scott adams brings up this point i've kind of noticed this in a comment made by bernie sanders is that it becomes insulting because it tells you oh you didn't work hard to get that it was just given to you because you're white. And it's like Bernie Sanders' infamous line to debate that I'm shocked nobody holds him to this more because it's such a – it's the worst thing he's ever said, which is – Wait, wait. That's actually uh, – go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The, the thing he said was if you're white, you do not know what it's like to be poor. That is the epitome of fucking, yeah, I know, it's so laughable, of cultural Marxism, this identity politics, white privilege bullshit – I mean, I mean, look. There's the white. There's this, the um tra- trailer trash stereotype, um for a reason. Has he not heard of that? That's like in the South where there are a lot of poor white people in in trailer parks, and people use that stereotype. Has he not heard of that? Does that not exist? And it's one of the most like ignorant comments made by a politician that's absolutely insulting, and nobody holds him to that as much as they should because it's just insane. It's it's saying basically oh you're white you've never you can't be poor because you're white that's pretty fucking insulting to people that are working class poor anything or have been poor that made something of themselves did they not know what it was like to be poor no they fucking did well and it's also privilege and all that this whole white privilege argument it comes i mean it's it's more than just economics because i get like i get really gold when people say i have white privilege because um for those who who may be tuning in who who have never heard of me before uh or haven't seen me i'm in a wheelchair i'm wheelchair bound so whenever someone brings that up to me i'm always like well you have able you have able-bodied privilege right because your legs had too much privilege (laughs) wait yeah wait 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 wait. time out time out time out what you guys of the audience that doesn't know Sam has to realize is those wheels. They have those Roman style fucking swords <laughs> that come out and laser beams it's that point chariot. in both front and back. It <laughs> yeah, is a you... chariot. Don't Sam, do not you... fuck. 
He he has privilege, but it's a privilege you don't you don't want to know about it. Just just leave him alone. Sam, you think you're so fucking special with that fucking wheelchair? Huh? We're on uh, to you. We are I, fucking on to you. Uh, honestly, honestly, I have I have I have been tempted to run some people gallantly. Not and I'm I'm kidding here, folks. Obviously, but when people bring up the whole concept of white privilege. Or whatever it galls me because it's like well a a lot of my friends who have who are white some of them have had troubles with the cops too they're white uh some of them have grown up poor or impoverished they're white and besides that there are other forms of privilege too a lot of these a lot of these like young black athletes yeah they might have come from poor areas um, but you know they have extreme athletic talent. That's that's certainly something that you know I can't. You know, I was never going to qualify for an athletic scholarship in high school. And yeah, I mean, I know, I know that my like, oh he's stereotyping black high school athletes. Right. Well, but that 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 does exist. I don't have a well, scholarship. So does white. Like, so like does that. white high school athletes though. This is my ultimate point, personally, and that yeah. I keep bringing up to my again my white fucking super liberal friend who knows me so well, and I know you're not racist, but I'm pretty sure you're racist. Is that I, my entire life, black African American culture has been held up. It has been celebrated my entire school i grew up in deep south texas in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s best um, time for texas well but I, I still have I, I still have i still have vivid memories of uh this elderly african american gentleman that used to practice roping uh uh uh, uh you know, he'd stick a bale of hay in his yard with a fucking one of those plastic cow heads with antlers and he'd practice fucking roping. And he used to teach me how to what it was. And I didn't I have grown up my whole life. I see color because I'm not colorblind, but I don't see I have never looked at people by what they are. I have judged people uh, innately by their the way they talk or their accent, or the way they say things, or the way they uh, behave, but the color of their skin has never mattered to me from as long as I can remember. And that is my ultimate point. I am a redneck. I am as redneck, deep south as they come. I'm white. Um, I, I, you, I guess you could say was I was pr I had a, a fairly wealthy, up me uh, in my younger years but you know I mean <laughs> I, I don't understand I don't understand at, I should say I, I didn't understand until um, recently with my friend uh, who I think I mentioned he is uh, he works for an oil company that his parents own so his entire life, all the things that he and I did, uh, the degenerate, uh, you know, <laughs> the degenerate things that we did, he had 
a, uh, a solid family to fall back on where I did not, I, you know, I bounced around and I, I, I lived with, uh, my, my biological father at the time I met him. Um, that's, that's all besides the point, but I had a broken family home. He had a structured family home with a, a foundation, a, 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 a company, a, a family company that had been built up for 20 plus years and he still works there now. And he's trying to tell me about uh, white privilege and it's, it's guilt. It is literally white guilt. Mm -hmm. He feels guilty because of all the shit that he's absorbing. He says he doesn't watch CNN or Fox or anything else, but he's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. The people that he follows watches those things and he, you know, quote tweets <laughs> them or, uh, you know, reposts them or, or whatever. And I can't make him understand that he's, uh, he's not alone though, but he's, he's brainwashed. Well, he has, let's look that, that that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting, um, that's an interesting point. Uh, Apex, um, let's, um, let's, let's, uh, I, I've been thinking about something now. Um, what was that? Alex? Well, I was go gonna, ahead, Alex. I think what a good discussion would be is what privileges do actually exist. If we're, you know, white privilege doesn't exist. Cause I think that there are privileges out there. Like some of what, uh, well, class, class privilege, class, like rich, nationality, rich, genetics, you're, you're yep. going to have certain shit that, that you're going to, that poor people aren't going to get. That is what it boils down to is it's, it's all money. It, it all boils down to poverty versus wealth. And that's another argument. I boiled it down to that with my friend. And he's like, well, 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 so you're saying more minorities aren't poorer than white people. Well, fuck by the numbers. Yeah, sure. But I mean, again, that's where, that's where I, I hit a wall because I can't argue with uh, uh, stupidity <laughs> sometimes. Well, well it's like, here's the thing too. Like, you know, if you look at it, like how do certain communities behave, cultures behave? And how do they do things? So, like, say, you know, typically life insurance just seems kind of normal in American society to have it. But there's a lot of people in the African-American or Black community, whichever people want to be called, um, who don't have it. These people who come out there and they have outreaches, they have speeches and explain how this is important. So, like, I, I made a post about this, but George Floyd needing to have a GoFundMe. Like, but where is a legacy for the families, for the families to continue for generations to do well and better? Why aren't there plans, financial plans set up, especially if you were to pass away for life insurance or, you know, anything to have people set up? You know, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've dived uh, deep into the black conservative uh, movement going back 50 plus years. <laughs> and even into the the black liberal movement, um, for some reason I'm drawing a blank on names, other than um, Mr. Larry or Doctor Larry Elder. Is he Doctor? I don't. Uh, Larry Elders, who works for the uh, Epic Times, has got a a, a feature length movie coming out called Uncle Tom that I'm very excited about. He keeps teasing. I've on his actually YouTube met channel. Larry Elder before. Nice. He. Uh, I, I like him quite a lot, and I'm sure he was a pleasure to talk to. He was. Uh, but uh, Thomas Sowell and um, 
you know, watching old MLK and Malcolm X and God damn it, what is that super liberal uh, writer, black writer during the Civil Rights era? Colonel West? No. Oh, Um, shit. I'd know it if I heard it. Is that James Uh, Baldwin? Yes, I think it was actually. Very he likes like, to drink very... and get he likes to drink and get drunk and then write his crappy stuff. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, he had a speech at Berkeley that my buddy sent me a link to, and I I, I watched it. And the first like six or seven minutes of it, he's convincing the audience to imagine. I want you to imagine that the black man is this. I need you to imagine. And I'm like, okay, so we're you're you're coaxing the audience into a story here because. Uh, I mean, again, I have no context. That was 25 years before I was born. Um, and in my lifetime, I have never seen anybody uh, uh, subjugated by their skin color, ever. I have heard people say awful things. I have seen people, um, well, that's it, really, just say awful things. I've never seen anyone act out of racism. That I've that that's clear to me anyway. Uh, maybe I'm just naive, but maybe you're just privileged, when I see, sir. Maybe I'm just maybe <laughs> I'm like just privileged to me. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe <laughs> I'm just privileged in my fucking perspective. Yeah, you could be right. <laughs> well, see, I like, and Miss Firecracker, I'm a, I'll adjust yourself because you were mentioning in the chat that you know we should kind of remove color from this argument. Stop talking about race. I agree. I am. I said this on the radio that's show the before. Point. Yeah, exactly. I want to stop talking about race. We are so past this, or we should be. But you see the Democrats trying to gin it up again and again and again. And it's it, it's something I hate so much it's because you know it's You know what's amazing? I, Guys, would not, you know what's... I would love to not want to talk about race, but these liberals keep pushing it. They keep chucking it into the into this into this conversation unnecessarily and it's like okay well since hey. you want to talk about it let's let's start you know well let's let's Here. let's do it i'll give you some of my white quick... privilege brandon you can have half of it <laughs> here's here's a quick uh poll how many uh, of these uh confederate statues that they've toppled in these various cities are republicans Ooh. Is that, is that a cnn poll no no, that's a real question. Because no, as far as I, as far as I'm aware, none that, of the, well, of course, no, of course, that's, none of them. They're all Democrats. No, that's in the a. latest in the latest CNN poll. Trump is ninety six percent of the people we talked uh, said that Donald Trump is in fact a bigot. What do you think of that? I don't know. <laughs> I that honestly <laughs> makes me want to go sleep. When do you, you guys going to take down the um, what's what's that thing carved into that mountain? The uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> that thing carved into a mountain somewhere. <laughs> hey, don't mess. Listen. With, don't mess with it, okay? T- Team America hides there, and we don't need all that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't get in nice the cage out. Well, no, nice reference. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the left will think that at least some of those people are racist and. Probably some of them owned slaves at some point, you know. Oh, I mean, they already uh, took down the Christopher Columbus statue in Minnesota today. Yeah, they're well, defending well, wait, the one in did Philly. You guys, who was the uh, who was the statue that fell on that dude and like crushed his fucking skull? Oh yeah, I forget. Street I don't justice. even remember. Dude, that was that was that was an awful video to watch, but I couldn't help but laugh. That's I, I mean, like 
I really, I, I felt so bad as I was sitting there laughing. I'm like, oh my god, that is that is so terrible. Everyone up on the thing, like holding their faces, like, oh my god, we just crushed that man <laughs> with oh this fucking hundred year old statue. Oh, was Correct that Alex? Me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Nancy Pelosi's dad one of the people who put up one of those statues or had it? Yes, put up? yes, that's true. Yes. Nancy Pelosi's yeah, dad put up a Confederate okay, statue. So like, they took the head off of the Christopher Columbus statue in Boston. I'm semi triggered by it. I feel like I feel like see the metal pole inside of it sticking up. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like this is a dumb question for this panel, but does <laughs> this is another argument that I can't seem to win or, or can't seem to make any headway on? Mm -hmm. Is is the Confederate flag racist by nature? No. If someone has one, of no. course not. But I can understand. Not. I can understand why people don't like it, and I can understand why people don't like the statues. But and here's the big but: in a civilized country, you would vote in your local communities if you want to take the statue down or not. In an uncivilized country, you tear them down. ISIS does that. In Iraq, right. they do that. Absolutely. Look, I Absolutely. I can I actually understand both sides of the statue debate. I would I I understand it because. Like, and I, this is an extreme. Just just take it for what it is. Just understand the principle. If you had a Hitler statue in your town, which obviously nobody does, but let's say you did. Sure. I probably wouldn't want that. Now, do you not want a Confederate statue? Okay, I can maybe understand that. But don't tear it down. Don't destroy it. Listen. Let everybody decide. Let for. the whole community speak, not just a few people in the mob. That's what, that's what museums I want to answer ahead, the question with the Confederate flag. Sure. I think it's only racist if it's your intent is to be racist. That's a good point. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's the key though is you have to rely on people's. Uh, that's the another big wall that I'm coming up against. That's the 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 main divide with me and my longest friend mm -hmm. on this earth, is that he thinks that I'm secretly racist. Yeah. He thinks that there's like some secret thing that because I don't denounce the Confederate flag as racist and he's used the he's like, I see the modern debate as the North North versus the South. One side is evil. Once one side is for evil. One side is for good. Like that is stupid. You realize that the North had slaves throughout the entire the, the war was not started about slaves nor did it end about slaves. It became that over time, but the North, the, the Emancipation Proclamation, if I'm, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was about rebellion states holding slaves. The North okay. held slaves longer than the South did. Can I just chime in here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still going through Twitter and seeing the posts of Atlanta. I'm just like, okay, everyone's saying, oh, you know, he was sleeping in his car and then you know he was shot by the police no but they failed to mention that one he was resisting arrest he tried to get away from the police when they obviously told him to get on the ground three they took his taser which one Stolen. once they hit the police officer with the taser it would have incapacitated him and then he could have taken his gun which that's a whole nother story but anyways that didn't happen. I would. I, it was a possible situation that we could have been dealing with. And if that did happen, they would say, 
good. It's time for them to fight back, and it would still be this huge thing. Yeah, and, and I, I think he stole actually, the taser too. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he tried to grab the taser because the cop was trying to, you know, tase him to just get him to chill for a second while they could get handcuffs on because he was resisting arrest. He was being very, very aggressive. He got up multiple times after saying, you know, get on the ground. Like, if you don't want to get hurt in arrest, don't resist and just go with it. Fight in the court. This whole thing could have been, you know fine if he just didn't resist arrest yep and that's what i brought before is that nine times out of ten these start these these instances happen because somebody is doing something they should be doing then resists arrest doesn't listen to the cop and look i'm not saying they deserve what happens to them at all but man are they asking for it you know they're not making their situation better it's really they're acting stupid in these situations a lot of these people and Unfortunately, this is what's going to happen. Well, one of the I, I, uh, this is posted, uh, go, I posted. Go, go ahead, sorry, Danny. I posted a video of Brandon Tatum talking about it. If you want to share it, it's like three minutes. I retweeted it, so it's on the very top. If you want to show what he's saying, and he's showing parts of the video clip too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were showing some of this news feed here, and you can tell the cop was. I think I think I saw the cop was chasing after him too. Like when when we say resisting arrest, I think the guy was trying to run away. Well, it, I have. Honest, if you sort of watch like the full video, it's like he was obviously you know fighting the police officers to get out from under them after they were just trying to you know get him to chill out, and he was just fighting and fighting, and he was not gonna be arrested. You know, you know, play stupid game, win stupid prizes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have I have a hot take. Um that I, I haven't really seen anywhere. And this is another one of my arguments that I keep pressing mm-hmm. uh, with my friend here uh, that I haven't shared publicly because I'm not as confident about. But I do, the more I think about it, the more I think it has some merit. Um, in, in, in regards to, you know, uh, black dudes running from cops, black women running from cops, um, a lot of the, what you were just discussing, you've seen on Twitter, like refusing to bow to what they view as tyranny. I feel like black people, African-Americans are more empowered and have been for a couple of generations. And so by nature and the way that they were raised um, in, in a lot of cases, and again, I'm, this is entirely speculation, I feel like they're more American than most Americans. They don't bow as easily to in their in their minds to tyranny. They're not gonna fucking fuck you, white black cop. You know th- the cops are corrupt in most cases. They're there for to protect and serve, yes. But like all institutions, they are corrupt. There is corruption amongst it. Period. And you can't denounce. I refuse to denounce the people that have been subjugated by. Uh, people in power, whether that be judges or lawyers or cops or anything, it doesn't matter your skin color. The system is oppressive, period. So when black people stand up to that and they get shot and they get tased and they get fucking dog sicked on them, uh, I mean, obviously the numbers show that that doesn't happen uh, statistically that often, but 
you know, 13% versus, you know, 80 something percent black versus white, you compare, that's the, actually, when I was in the chat uh, last week, that's the po the question I was posing to Donnie because uh, someone brought up, uh, well, X a number of uh, white people were killed last year by cops and X number of black people. And I was asking Donnie, well, how does that correlate to the statistics of the, the actual numbers of uh, white versus black people in the country? Because, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, you know, more white people killed than black people. But if there's 80% black people versus 13% black people, that's a, I mean, that number changes. That's, that's you know? also a misguided. That 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 statistic is also semi misguided, just because it's a it's a well, how how many times do these people interact with the police? Mm -hmm. Like that, right? That, no, yeah, 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 for sure. You have to kind of that like there's the, so many yeah. variables to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. for so many variables. Also breaking. And, and, I mean, Breaking news real quick. One of the officers in this case is put on leave. Another one, the other one was fired. Uh, didn't the chief fucking step down? She did. I personally oh think fuck, she did dude. that because she didn't want to take the heat and want to get the fuck out. That's my guess. Yeah. I mean, the, these these cops, a lot of these cops are stepping down too all over the place because it's it's a thankless fucking job. Yeah. It really is. I I don't I don't blame them either for it. That was another point, uh, Sean, that, that Gavin McGinnis brought up on one of his shows. I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday. He, uh, Gavin said, you know, at this point, I wouldn't blame cops if they just, you know, like started turning off the radios and, you know, yeah. like, uh, and just saying, piss off. We're not going to answer, you know, the, the call because at, at this <laughs> point, um, you know, it's a thankless job. So, well, if I you want to defund us, a, uh, if you want to ban abolish us, why should we help you? I heard uh, a Tulsa, I think it was the Tulsa police chief, on recording uh, a couple of days ago, saying that statistically they don't shoot enough black people. <laughs> Which was, I mean, it was well, so. I mean, that, that was that that's, was the gist of what he that's said. Pretty cringe. No, I know, yeah, I know his point, and that's actually yeah. it's a provocative. Cringe is bad TikToks. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't it's call a provocative that... talking point. Yeah. But the, what the way he broke it down, he's like, "Look, my our our officers are not engaging lethally with with people because of their skin color for fear of both their job yeah. and for public ridicule, mm -hmm. and you know they're." They're worried about the stigma behind doing their fucking job. And these people are getting away or getting, you know, going to jail for three weeks and then getting out and fucking selling more drugs or killing more people or whatever, what black or white or whatever, uh, whatever the case may be. Well, but his was... point particularly was, yeah. you know, well, that was the point the, I was going to bring up skin. too is that, you know, with all of this Black Lives Matter shit for the past like seven years or so, wherever it's been, eight years. You would think that, I mean, these things have decreased, at least in media notoriety for a while until the George Floyd thing. I mean, cops got to be all across the country way more careful about what they do because of this shit. I mean, a lot of them have body cameras now. A lot of them know that they're in the spotlight. That if they fuck up, uh, they're going to be on national news. They're going to get doxxed. Their family's going to get doxxed. They're going to be... Bro, getting death threats I, and they're gonna have to lose their job so they're probably I, when these things do happen it's probably 
Like, they is the last of last resorts. The one thing I would actually, the only small criticism I would have, or at least a question, is why, and I guess tasers aren't as effective sometimes, but how come in some of these cases they aren't using tasers? That's the only question I have, but I do understand that tasers aren't that effective and don't always work. Well, I mean, <sighs> fuck, I had a, I had a, a, a point there something I was going to hit on at the beginning of what you just said. But, you know, my dad, my biological father actually was a police officer for uh, a long time. And he, the little bit I, little bit of time I spent with him, I learned quite a lot. Um, and he's actually where I learned most of my anti-racist ideals from. And weirdly enough, he's the least parental figure I've had in my life. Uh, but, uh, he, in, he instilled, he was a cop in, in Houston and he just, you know, he used to describe all manner of, uh, things he would deal with. And he, all, he always told me that the worst people that he dealt with were on meth mm. and he never, you know, it was funny because he never broke them down into a race. He would tell me about six foot six dudes. He would tell me about three foot fucking three dudes. He would tell me about, uh, you know, you know, various heights and, and muscle builds and shit like that and, and their area in, in which he was in. And at one point I remember asking him like, so we're, you know, in that area where was it, were they black people or were you dealing with a lot of black people? And he's like, well, that wasn't, that wasn't the point, son. And that's not the point, you know, I was young, of course. And that was one of the few times where I was, I came out and was like, well, I'm starting to see the world around me uh, and interact with people that have had different ideals than me. And, uh, you know, ideas of racism and other, you know, not just racism, but specifically to the topic, racism becomes a, an idea in my head, like, well, well, the only person I'm going to talk to is, you know, your parent at the time. Also, for anybody uh, on the feed, Black Lives Matter is going back on the highways right now. I don't know what they're going to be doing, but they are going back on the highways. Mm. Hey, hey, by the way, um, I wonder I wonder how cheap uh, real estate is in Minnesota, in <laughs> Minneapolis now, or in Seattle. Better yet, in Seattle. I wonder how cheap that real estate is now now that everything's all gone to hell not oh, that yeah. it, not that hey, i would waste my money hey. on that shit but i'm just saying like hey um who is the owner of diverse media channel is it dexter technically me yes can you make donnie a mod in the chat oh yeah it's a good idea i always i always forget to mod people but mm -hmm. also, yeah, again, people like, subscribe uh, if you haven't already. Please do so. We really appreciate it and helps fight the YouTube algorithms every little bit. Mm -hmm. um, comment, comment, subscribe, like, share, all that stuff helps fight. Yep. And, oh, and, as, and, as, and as I was saying during our like uh, breaking up 200 subscribers, actually I forgot to say, was that I really do appreciate 200 people that actually hit subscribe and thought, hey, I give a shit about what these people say enough that I'm gonna click this button to hear more of it is fantastic. Like, 
This has been a long journey to get to this 200. I mean, it's a hard grind at times and sometimes discouraging, but really appreciate and love all the support and love that we've gotten people like Sam, Donnie, now Apex, and more people. Nick, met you in the CRs chat. Uh, and we've been getting more people on these streams and made some good friends. I mean, Sam especially stuck with us from the beginning. He was our, I think you were, well, technically Sticks Hexenham was our first ever guest guest, but Sam was our first sort of like YouTube friend we made. But really well, appreciate Sam, and love it. Listen, Sam, about that Sammy, dig. what was that, Alex? Sammy may be in a, go ahead, Alex. Not yes, sir. A gay diggy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Gay Diggy was our first ever fan. He he was a, a loyal supporter. But yeah, go on Apex. I was just gonna say that Sam is uh my favorite person on the internet. Uh and I love the dude like I've like I know him in real life. So uh he deserves all the praise and respect that uh I've ever heard anybody give him and then some. Yeah. Feelings, feelings mutual. I actually have a, I actually have a funny story to to tell about that too. So, um, when Dictator Phil first contacted me about being on the show, I had just come off a two year streak of uh, of uh, battling with uh, right wing internet tards in a uh, specific uh, circle. Well, they're not even right wing; they're just internet retards that belong to a certain cult that I've uh, mentioned way too many times. Um, and when Phil, and when Phil contacted me, he was like, "Hey, do you want to come on my show?" And it was it was like the first time that I'd been invited on a YouTube stream in like a real long time to talk about like non, uh, uh, you know, this person related stuff. So, uh, you know, Phil, I just want to you know, commend you for inviting me into your, uh, you know, internet family. So it was a, it was an easy, it was a, it was an easy to say, like you, like you created, like with, with your channel, like hearing you a couple of times, it was like, you created such good points. And that, that day, that first episode that you came on, we were talking about the, the, uh, the, Vox Apocalypse or whatever, and yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, so who, who could we get? Who could we get on that would really make an impact? We had uh, Sticks Hex and Hammer. I was like, oh yeah, he could really, he could really lay some lumber on this, like give some great insight. And then we got Trent Lipinski, and then it was like, oh yeah, Sam Whitfield, easy, easy decision. And that was such a, that was such a great show that we did and that was like the beget to me that was like the beginning of going okay this we shit's could for take real this thing we could take this thing to another level and like there was no turning back and it's been great ever since i know that sean will be a little well you might be you might be a little young to remember this and i don't know if donnie will have listened to this either but this kind of reminds me of the old anthony and uh OB show went back when they were good, like just kind of like free forming and mm -hmm. uh, you know what? Back when back when Patrice was on all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one of my so. favorite. By the way, one of my favorite comedians, Patrice O'Neill. Dude, absolutely legit. one of my favorite comedians. Legit, probably the I, best. 
comedian. I mean, I I <laughs> I pay I I pay for uh I pay for compound media. I do. I th- it's 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 fantastic stuff. Like uh like Anthony Cumia does he does his own platform where you like it's like a pay service or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's it's so good. Like the analysis he gives is so good. The interviews are fantastic and I'm like that's the guy I would thrive to be like as far as cuz it's so good. Like it's the interviews are so good yet it's like it's no, it feels like normal conversation because he's done it for so long. It just it flows so well. Uh, it's really. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, no. You go, no, go for it. I was it. just gonna say that it's really you know um, firing up on Twitter right now because somebody noticed one of my remarks saying that you know just like com- comply and fight in court and then we wouldn't be dealing with this. And now I'm being you know being called all sorts of names you know mm-hmm. bootlicker you know all that good stuff i'm just like okay but you know if he just complied with the police and stayed by the law and you know went by his rights that he has none of this would have happened speaking of twitter though everybody throw out your twitter handles because you're all y'all need to be out there who are listening need to follow these people they're all fantastic the one thing that I've also gotten uh, in the chat... That is a long Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter handles. Do your Twitter handles. Sammy, do your Twitter handle. Uh, at SamW_NDC is my Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll throw my handle on the, in the chat. Yeah, um, yeah, you can th- you can continue your thought. Uh, just everybody throw out your Twitter handles real quick, and then Sam can uh, continue his thought. Yeah, everyone, 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 lay your uh, handle on me, so and I'll follow Johnny. you. Johnny, so. Johnny, put your handles on me. <laughs> uh, uh, Apex <laughs> underscore Gamma. Silence. <laughs> yep. At at Pluffy Phil. <laughs> the Dawn underscore O four. Fantastic. I think. <laughs> Coconut, Coconut head. What's yours? Oh, yes. <laughs> Mine's just, uh, it's my uh, hockey handle, um, since I do play hockey. And it's, oh, it's so stupid. Uh, so um, <laughs> We won't embarrass you. The internet will do that for us. Yeah. Um, so... You know, I named it Danglarama. Um, so oh. people love replying to me. Um, and but it's really just another hockey player if you look it up. But it's Danglarama. I thought you said Dingleberry wow. at first. I gotta, Dingleberry. I gotta follow instantly. <laughs> me too. Dingleberry. Hey, this is why I had to make everybody throw out their handles. Like it was, it's, <laughs> see, you think like, oh, it's, nobody's going to follow us. When you hear a name like that, you're going to follow that. But oh, please, yeah. everybody, follow all these people. Like, they're great. And, you know, I mean, Donnie's been and, blowing up, too. Like, she's already 13,000 followers. So, you know, it, it'll be great content. Yeah. If you're not already subscribed correction. to correction, yeah. oh, correction. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> This chick's blown up like hotcakes. 
Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna be she's gonna be too good for all of us. Yeah, there's gonna be a couple of times she's Never. like we're gonna invite her Never. on. She's like, no, I'm busy. I gotta go on the Ruben report and Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay, I see. Yeah, who the fuck are I'm... these guys, man? I don't wanna be seen with these guys anymore. Sorry, fellas, I'm practicing archery and Joe Rogan's I don't wanna be, mansion. I don't wanna be around a pluffy Phil anymore. Fuck <laughs> yeah. that shit. <laughs> Well, no, that would never happen, you guys. Never. I know. Well, uh, well we If it did, I would fucking I would clap and probably cry. I yeah. would be so happy for you. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. It well, wouldn't happen. Let's uh, what was that thing you were saying, Sam? Uh What's... real quick, I, I have gotten some feedback and maybe this is something that we should discuss off air, but I know that some people get confused as to who's talking. So maybe we need like a like an indicator thing on screen. Yeah, I was thinking that something for this for this for the stream. I I don't know. That requires like more technology. That requires. I, 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 I've seen some OBS, right? I've yeah. seen, but like the. I've what? seen them. I've seen some people do it on OBS with the like the little Discord uh, app. Oh yeah, I could put the um the uh, uh yeah Killstream. That's how the way the way the Killstream has always done it. There's like a little Discord thing yeah. in the left hand corner. The overlay. I mean, it have to be exact. Yeah, I yeah. could just do the overlay. Shit, I didn't think of that. It's a good good point. We don't we don't we, we don't need to do it now. But like I, I've just been reading comments like who the hell is talking? And I'm like okay. I actually I actually. No, that's a good uh, Sam. I'm glad you brought that up because I had wanted to mention that, uh, even uh, even though this is the second time I've been on the show. <laughs> we've 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 grown like we've grown in uh, panels too. Like you, you know, at first, like like at first it 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 was originally two, and then it was three, and then you know four, and now we're at like. Yeah, we got like what six people on seven. It's like yeah, seven. It's like incredible. It's incredible. Like and and I, 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 I don't even it. know how I don't even know how I got here. I mean, <laughs> other than Sam, that was I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it was well, basically yeah. Sam. Well, because I, I think, I'm pretty sure I just fucking stumbled in drunk one night and just <laughs> threw a wrench into you guys' gears and was like, I want to be friends. Be well, friend. be, you're like, well, all right, because... all right, Richard, we'll be your friend. Well, because uh, because on, honestly, Apex, uh, I mean, and I don't want to, so I promise I won't bring this guy out, but uh, Owen Benjamin is how I met Apex Gamma, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we all know we all know what a train wreck Owen is, but see, Apex, I've been talking politics with Apex for a while now, uh, outside of Owen, and I just think that Apex is actually a really smart guy. Smarter than Vox and smarter than Vox Day and Owen and Vox the mag, <laughs> the magazine combined uh, on politics. But well, look, look, the oh, go ahead. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. But, I, but but you don't have the reach that you should. So, um. well, listen, I have lurked on the internet for a long time, but I have I have a um I have very low self-esteem have had a very low self-esteem for most of my life uh for various reasons 
though projecting myself out to the world has never been something that I cared to do. Um, Owen, unfortunately, was my uh, my inlet to the greater internet. And I watched Owen like I watched many other people. And this is something that my liberal friend, who I continuously bring up, likes to use against me. Because he doesn't know the Owen that I found when I found him. He only sees the Owen that I post clips of because he was subscribed to my channel. You know, uh, he, he likes to, he uses Trump and Owen in the same uh, breath. He thinks, he, he's like, oh, anybody that can be fooled by this idiot, you could be, fo you could be fooled by, you know, uh, the idiot in the White House. Like, okay, well, when I, when I first started watching Owen, he played piano and looked at memes yeah. and talked to the chat, That's literally the answered questions. He, he was so fucking normal. And he did talk about some Hollywood shit, uh, corruption and weird shit, but uh, it was when he, there was a, a switch that flipped and I was there. I was watching when it happened and I felt it important as uh, a, a newbie to the internet. <laughs> to download a free fucking screen recorder app and start recording this piece of shit because he was lying a lot and he was grifting a lot worse than I'd ever seen. And uh, Johnny Arcade was the only person that I'd seen doing it. So I, f I felt some sort of moral obligation to post videos, clips, and like, look, this dude's a liar. Uh, anybody that might find Owen Benjamin clips, like, don't fall for it. He's full of shit. Because no. he fell into he fell into every single fucking conspiracy category that he possibly could that exists to this point. Just about the motherfucker supposedly drinks turpentine right now. Uh, I don't. I still. I still don't believe that. But that's that's the 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 fray that he's that he's gotten to at this point. You know, it started with flat Earth, then the moon landing's fake, then the moon's fake. And we don't live on a, a real, this isn't real. We live on a plane, uh, all the while and, grifting conservative and, Christians, which he learned from Steven Crowder. And and now, and now the Holy Trinity is gay also, apparently. Yeah, so, that too. Um, well, that's the thing. He's so fucking retarded. He's going to, he's going to spiral himself into oblivion. But the, the point that I was trying to make is like, Owen was my, uh, <laughs> regrettably he was my inlet to the greater internet at large um because you know i'm old and i really don't care anymore um i i own guns i'm i'm very capable of protecting myself i'm not afraid of being docked i'm not afraid of losing my job i have skills um i just I, what i care about is uh this country and the people in it, and especially the young people in it. And I, I feel very passionate about a lot of what's going on right now. And I feel an urge to speak up. And I can't, listen, I could talk to people, I could talk to a person every 10 minutes about how I feel and what I think about what's going on in the world. And it would get nowhere. The internet is a lot of things. A lot of them is a lot of them are bad, but a, there is so much potential for good. 
just like politics, just like democracy, just like capitalism. You know, they all have capacity for great good and great evil, you know? And right, I feel like, go ahead. Let's, let's, uh, I, I, you, you brought up, you, you brought up the, you know, the possibility for good and brought up politics. I got a, I got a question. Okay. And this is for, you know, the, the, the co-panel. This is for all the people that are on the live chat. Uh, I think like, like with, with Donald Trump, right. Or president Trump. I think that these last three years may have been the best three years that a U.S. president has had maybe ever. When you look at the stuff that he's gotten done, combine that with all the stuff that has gone against him, right? You're talking about a full yeah. impeachment. You're talking yeah. about full impeachment, the media blitzing, the – Cucked um, Congress for his first the term. The Congress, like just <coughs> like I'm not great... sure. It, it's I'm not sure that anybody has had a better presidency than Donald Trump. When you look at the overall picture, there's um, nobody that's been pro more pro. Go ahead, coconut. Sorry. Oh no, I was just saying my man's over here. Kind of forget George Washington. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, look, no. George Washington. We don't, we don't have a lot of the stuff that we have. But I'm saying, like, if you're talking, I mean, I wasn't alive for George Washington, so I can't vouch. In, in our collective lifetimes, yeah, I'd say he's probably um, the most accomplished in modern presidents. Yeah, I told my girlfriend in uh, mid late 2015 late 2015 maybe early 2016 that donald trump was going to be the best was likely going to be the best president in our lifetime and uh she argued with me but i i i laid out all the things uh you know uh, his policy proposals you know the uh abolishment of the death tax first step back um which i'm not sure if that was announced at the time but just the the things, all the things that he stood, I saw through uh, the the public. To none of that matters. The things that he says don't mean shit to me. What he does matters to me, you know. And that's the big divide. Is oh well, he he represents our country and he's a bigot and he's oh when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Oh, that's a fucking oh that's the you know. The slave hunters fucking term. No, it's not. That's just common sense. You start fucking stealing shit, you're gonna get shot. This is America, you idiot. You know? Um, so I mean, I think I don't think that he's perfect, but I think the way I've I've honestly always been pretty nihilistic. It's only recently that I've kind of come around to uh the more the more positive side of both politics and life in general. Uh, you know, within the last five years or so. Um, and I understand a lot of things that I didn't growing up, which is why I feel like I understand where a lot of these disillusioned youth and even elder people older than me that are like, Black Lives Matter, white people, 
telling me that Black Lives Matter. What are you talking about? What are you, ta- what are you talking about? Well, my, that's, I mean, all, Black Lives Matter. What do you mean? So my life doesn't matter because I'm not black. Well, no, your life matters. Well, so all lives matter. No, no, no. Black lives matter because that's what everybody's saying right now. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't want to get metaphorically lynched by the mob. You know, it's just, it's fucking absurd, man. Like this, the, this, the rhetoric and the tone that I hear from people and that I see from people uh, is so, it's so before my generation, I can't even comprehend it. Like the things that people are complaining about, I have never even seen before. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, go either. ahead. Donnie. Yeah. What do you think, Donnie? Mm. I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> no. What do, you, what do you think? We're we're say, we're saying that that with the the last three years, there may not uh that that Donald Trump may may have had maybe the best president at least in our lifetime. When you look at think... all the stuff that he's done, done. combine that done, combine that with all of the all the resistance that he's had, all the congressional obstruction, the the impeachment, all the media destruction. The like, media. Yeah, the media. the media. When you look at all of those and he was still able to get all that shit done, I'm s I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a better better president in our lifetime. So I'll say this. I told Phil earlier today I've never given money to any politician whatsoever because I feel like they're using the money, you know, for tax money anyway. That's why I, how I always felt. But Donald Trump is the first president I've ever, like, given my money to multiple times. And this last time, I, I told you, Phil, I gave him 60 I lied. It was $90. I gave him, like, 45 and 50 two different times within the last 30 days because he is the best president <laughs> In my lifetime, there's no maybe he is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I exactly I had a lot of anxiety when Obama was president, <laughs> and I seen things happening. And then the if I if I didn't have insurance, I had to pay six hundred dollars for the year. Like I don't like people tell me. <laughs> right. I, I don't. I don't like people telling me where my, where my money needs to go. This is my money. Universal healthcare. Government tell me where it needs to go. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I mean, Dude. I mean, you look at Obama. You look at Obama, right? And he was in for eight years, and he was coddled by the media. Like the the media took care of him so much. I mean, he got a little bit of pushback from Fox, but wasn't much. Like it wasn't really much. You're talking about the the levels, the levels of vitriol that this media gives Donald Trump, saying, "Oh." He, they're t- they're saying he's a racist twenty four seven. You look at the yeah. You look at Congress. They're obstructing everything. He still doesn't have the people that he wants in a lot of his cabinet seats just because Congress is obstructing him at every fucking turn, right? It's and weird. It, uh, yeah, it's and he and he and yet he's still getting shit done. And this is and this is what's so incredible about the job that he's done. He's been able to do it with all of this stuff. Like you look at, you just even look at um, remembering the when he crossed the street to hold the Bible up in front of the church, and people gave him shit about that, right? 
and even upside like, down, you know, and then and then you, you you're you're talking about the the um the the Secretary of Defense giving it like saying, oh, I don't support the Insurrection Act, motherfucker. You support whatever he tells you to support. Like if 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 ah. Donald Trump says jump, you go how high? And then and then you got uh, General Milley, who's like, oh, I'm sorry for. You know, no, you don't. You don't apologize. You don't apologize for shit. You, you, you do I, exactly what Donald President Trump tells you to do. There's no, and, and I, if there's a problem, get the fuck out and let somebody else do it. I have to push back on that, uh, just because the you know elected representatives and uh, Secret Service included. I mean. I guess Secret Service might be a little different, but, you know, the service of the American people and the Constitution should be, and is supposed to be, you know, the uh, the foremost, I mean, Secret Service, that's different. They're, they're fucking bodyguards. They take a bullet when a uh, shot's fired. But mm-hmm. um, as far as Congress and fellow politicians, that's the, that's both the beauty and the problem of the American uh, ideal uh, experiment. It's like, again, South Park <laughs> put it perfectly. We're a, we're a nation that gets to have our cake and eat it too in in the best of times. But we also get to smash that cake in our face and uh, not eat it at the same time. You know, we, we have the capability of doing both. And it's a matter of, what the general population, the the the, the vast majority, decide you, uh, to if do. You don't support so so like when you're talking about politicians, I yeah, yeah um, I I can agree up to a point, but when you're talking about people in your cabinet, right? You, these are like you're talking about the Department of Defense. These are people in your cabinet. You pick these yeah. people okay, because yeah. they are supposed to do your bit. Like they're supposed to follow your orders. You you don't you you don't play games. It's like hey hey uh, Department of Defense. You will do what the fuck I tell you to do unless there's some legal pushback to it, which he doesn't have. He could he can use the Insurrection Act if he wants to. He, he, he has full authority to be able to pull that whatever he wants off within limits, right? But um, yeah. I don't care. I, like, it's like you don't you don't stand in front of a camera and go, oh, I don't support the Insurrection Act. No, no, motherfucker. You support whatever he tells you to support. That's it. And then especially yeah. if you're a general, you better. You better fucking respect you better do what how he about, tells you to do how about the attorney general uh old sessions oh fucking sessions <laughs> yeah i mean you know you, yeah exactly and that goes and that's 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 why he's he's no longer attorney general hey guys uh, and you know yeah Donnie? i'm i'm looking at our numbers really fast and i'm seeing that we have four dislikes now not 13. i saw that what's going on maybe they were bots oh yeah they might have been type of uh, (laughs) removal that i I approve of damn it i actually i actually wanted those dislikes you know i was was actually i was like damn you i was like whoa did they take likes with them too no no 
Oh yep, shit! Kirk. There's 30 oh, people in the chat. What's up, y'all? Hey! I love it. I love. I, I love it. The, all these, all these people. And there's some good comments here too. I, I'm, I'm loving. Yeah, let's respond to some comments. Let's I read I, some I, out. Chat with the name Eric C M Ramella. Michael Michael Abbott. Here, I'm gonna tell you, Michael A. Abbott. One of the best things uh, President Trump has done is to expose the media to the masses for what they are. I could not agree more with that one. Uh, That was the very first thing from the moment he got, from the moment he took charge. He brought all the media in and just basically bashed them all. Like that was, it was so beautiful. And I do, I have to agree that, I mean, right now it seems, again, that's another wedge that's used as an argument against Trump is like, oh, well, all he does is blame the media. All he does is blame the media. But when you fucking, when you unwire your jaw and you, Swallow that fucking red pill finally, and you open your goddamn eyes. Uh, I'll talk you to can you about you... opening your eyes. This, <laughs> Go ahead. This, Ooh. this person who I, I've been going, you know, I've been trying to, you know, be, you know, somewhat cordial in replying to his, uh, you know, well, not so nice tweets, um, but to say the least his last tweet said well so we were talking about how you know apparently i was a bootlicker and all that stuff but um i was like well you know i'm not defending all police officers here you know the there's other cases where you know it could be you know a different story stuff like that and so i said you you know if you comply then you know you can fight it out in the court of law and he's like George Floyd uh, complied. It didn't save him. I'm just like, okay, one, you can't compare two cases to each other in the court of law. And two, why'd you just use that as backup? You know, we weren't even on that. So you're just, when you're losing an argument, you just go to the past and just be like, oh, well, this happened. Like, you can't, in the court of law, you can't compare two, you know, two cases. That just doesn't hold up. Because there's different outcomes, different variables, and a whole different environment. These both were two very different circumstances, clearly. But mm-hmm. apparently that doesn't hold up. It's funny, in the chats here, by the way, yeah, good analysis, by the way, but in the chats here, they were doing a concert, like, in this fucking tent, and it just ended, and somebody commented in the uh, chat here, I'm gonna try and find whoever said it, but they said people were going to the fucking like bathrooms. I think they said they were using like the Johnny on the spots. It's so funny. Oh, well, I, I I was I was muted there, but coconut, I was I was trying to to counter you there because uh, there you know legal precedent is a thing. So using other cases as an example for your cases does exist. That is a thing in the American judicial system. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so I, just, I'm not going to, I can't. The ultimate white card. He said, <laughs> he was like, neither of them would get the opportunity to see the court of law, whereas someone who looks like you um, would have. I'm just like, okay, so we're going there now. Yeah. Jesus. You know, white privilege all the way, you know, I totally well, right. love white I love privilege the... and all that good stuff. And, you know, if you 
you know, didn't know um, Mr. Person on Twitter, you know, if you don't think I was poor for a time, you know, I always had this privilege growing up. Well, you know, I didn't, you know, 2008 hit us hard. We got our home foreclosed and we were basically homeless for about three years. So I don't really want to hear it from you. By the way, since it's June 14th is officially President Trump's birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. Trump. Happy oh. birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Conan. Happy birthday to the greatest president in our lifetime. Yep. Fucking I, God Emperor. That's why I campaigned from in 16 and I'm still campaigning from in 2020. The one thing that I wish that the president would do, like the only, and this is like minor, very, very, very minor. I, I, and, and, and maybe, maybe it's a personal thing too, but like, I wish he'd get more aggressive with some of the, some of this shit. Like, I wish he would get some, I wish he'd get some, and this is, well, and I'm what glad specifically? that he's not. Like I'm Listen, talking about guys. Go ahead. I'm, I'm talking about pe people that are that people that are uh, pushing back on him. Leakers, like anybody who's leaking information, they should be going to jail for treason, right? If you're leaking well, classified information, and I'm yeah, I I would be like, no, he's, nah, he's gone. that wouldn't be good. Put him in the back. That would be good. To the back of the woodshed. No. <laughs> Listen, you know what? You know what I think would make Donald Trump literally a golden figure in American history for everybody from right now forward, especially this election season coming up, mm -hmm. federal legalization of not just marijuana, but Maybe just marijuana. No, well, <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, I do. We need to I, recede I, more ground I, to the left. I, I, I get no, no, that is well, not no. Fuck you. Well, no, stop, stop, stop. Legal poop. God damn it. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Hold on, though. I, I, some I, cocaine. God damn it. Hold on, Listen. though. I, I, I see where Apex is coming from. Yeah, no. I... I'm not. I'm not making that argument per se, but I'm just. I've heard that a lot from the and right the, on things the, that and, I agree and on. And the drug war. And the drug war. That's all I have to say. That, I that... said legalize all psychedelics. Don't let the left get. Just go and like think ahead, two steps ahead. Boom. Well, here I'll give an example. Like I agree that gay marriage should be legalized, but a lot of people on the right were like. Why are we giving the ground ground to the left? Why are we giving in? This is what they want. That's what they want. They want weed legalized too. I'm just throwing that out there. Isn't that giving too much ground to the left? I no, this should have never been a right left issue. Like this is a but everything is like shoulda coulda woulda. That doesn't matter. What matters is this is a left versus right kind of issue. Kind of. I think well, with young did... people it's a little different, but. No, I, I don't believe so. Like it would, it, like you know, after all this, maybe Trump could go and use that as an excuse to go and legalize psychedelics. Because look, look over here, they've had usage of people, and I didn't say okay, and I'm not saying legalize all drugs. I'm saying psychedelic drugs. Yeah, talking, yeah. Psilocybin. I'm talking about marijuana. I'm talking about LSD. I'm talking about MDMA. Yeah, I was. I was. There is a use for veterans. <laughs> I was doing How my whiskey does that biscuit conserve anything, though? 
How is that advancing Here's conservative principles? It's it's a sort it's you know a a an individual right. Well, we should well, be to go, you know. We well, go. Sean, I I hate this. Wait, I hate. This. What was that, Alex? Sorry. Well, this is an issue like kind of more towards the libertarian side. You know, we should yeah. be able, like how's this hurting anybody? Well, increase. I mean, with I'm weed specifically and psychedelics, I I don't. I'm just gonna say I don't know because I've not researched it, but. I, I'm arguing I'm not I'm playing devil's advocate here because I really don't care about weed per se as long as it doesn't raise my taxes or my uh, fucking um, uh, medical bills but I know why Democrats want to legalize it and it's because they can tax it and make money off it more money for the government do we like I'm just thinking I'm not thinking from a principle here I'm thinking from a strategic sense is this really a good strategy to push for yes I don't know where I um, I Go. think the less the reason why they're pushing the whole legalized marijuana is a way to pander to the younger people. That's why I think they're really doing yeah, it. True, and true. I, I've spoken about this before on the show um, that Trump's administration hasn't been seizing very many properties for growing it in states where it's legal, um, mm-hmm. opposed to what Obama did during his administration. Yeah. With yep. um, under Trump's administration, they've actually legalized. Um, growing more for more research. I feel like Trump isn't pandering because that's not who he is um, and talking about it like that. Exactly. Because yeah, look at, look at all the CBD businesses that are going up too. Wait, that's a good wait let Diane finish her point. What was yeah, that? Sorry about that. No, no, you're good. I've done it too. Like it's like a bunch of us. So yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, no, I was just saying that Trump has to put his name behind it. So he's gonna make sure it's right before he does it. He's not gonna pander to try to get votes because he's not, that's not who he is. But he's his administration has under his administration the growing for research has went up a lot. Well, and that's I don't know where I got cut off because I sort I was talking into the void there for probably thirty seconds. At yeah, least. I just didn't want people piling on. So, well, if you don't, I'll give you but, time to think. Or you have a thought? Yeah, all I was all I was trying to say though is that I don't. Uh, I think that it would be a good idea for Trump at this point or within the near future to federally legalize marijuana, if only for medical use. Maybe for recreational use, because the stimulation that could cost you the economy, as well as pander to the young kids, the liberal I don't kids, think he's going to win a single vote from it, though. Well, people maybe not. I'm just saying. This is just speculation from my point, from my modest, humble, idiot, half-retarded opinion. <laughs> um, after the COVID lockdowns, after shits, all the shit's been burned down. Uh, you know, there's most of the country smokes fucking weed anyway, from in basically every age group, from young adults to elderly. Uh, some of them in legal medical states, some of them not. Uh, myself, still currently illegally, but um, the amount of money that could generate for the country, the federal government, et cetera, et cetera, that could be, you know, uh, responsibly allocated to the the uh, American people. Yeah, but that ain't gonna it's, happen. It's, They're just gonna have more money well, to waste well, as they always do. Of course, of course. But oh, oh, that no. wouldn't be on Trump. That was the whole point I was trying to make. That wouldn't be on Trump if uh, 
shit got subverted. Mm-hmm. If he made it, if he made a good move, and it got subverted uh, thereafter, which tends to happen. Uh, I mean, can't blame him. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a long time degenerate. But go ahead. I don't see a problem. No, I don't see a problem with what you said. I think the biggest savings will come in the drug war because the major, a lot of it goes through like yeah. for weed offenses, and then talk on top of that the fact that we have a system right now which is untenable for the long term where it is legal in states and localities but it's not legal federally and yeah. you can't have that it doesn't make any sense where you have something that's federally illegal but you're telling your cop like your feds not to go and investigate the state yeah. issues like well, obama, Whoa, obama, obama, obama did he, the opposite yeah, <laughs> yeah. the worst when he was campaigning, he was like, hey, everybody should be able to uh, smoke a little joint every now and again. And then and then and then as soon as he got into office, he was he was doing federal busts left and right. It's like it was bad. It was bad. Like you, you don't hey. even see that with Donald Trump. He's like, in fact, how many how many um, how many cannabis businesses have been going up like in the stock market at all the CBD Stuff well, going on, circulating. Hey, didn't, CBD's didn't Obama? CBD is Obama. CBD is a fucking. That's fucking snake oil, man. Yeah, it's a fucking scam. But the thing with the marijuana, though, is they should do something legally with that because right now you're in a situation where people can get prescribed it medically in certain states, but if they take it, they risk losing their job, losing their benefits. Yeah, yeah. I think uh-huh. one thing I would agree with Trump on is if he decriminalize it because that would at least make things consistent across the board and exactly. I think that's the fairest way. I agree. Yeah. I mean I personally I do not want uh weed legalized, but I think it's a losing battle to push against legalization. I think it's gonna get legalized nas- nationally anyway. So maybe again from a strategic standpoint, the okay. the other side of it is maybe you should actually Trump should le- push for legalization to take it from the left so they don't win that battle. Um, but Miss Miss Firecracker in the chat says all in caps: drugs and abortion are used as eugenics for black population. Hot take no, I, right there. And they were going I, off about how um, psychedelics are used by the CIA. It's like make people's brains go to mush. So now up over here. So if you get now got some random dude, you want to give him like a now here here here's. Here's a super super unpopular opinion, but I have to be, I I heard the argument from a friend who runs a libertarian podcast, but he's pretty sensical. And he made the, he made the argument the other day for uh, not necessarily legalizing all drugs, but decriminalizing all drugs. And the argument that he made, which I found very compelling actually was a lot of these crimes that the cops go into these predominantly minority neighborhoods uh, are drug related. So you legalize mm-hmm. weed and then you decriminalize you decriminalize drugs. Yeah, they might not be illegal, but there's less of an incentive for there to be a black market. And so gangs aren't starting turf wars over. No, see where I disagree. Dude, no, 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 wait. That's no wait. Listen, that's actually another point that I made into the void uh, when I was disconnected earlier. <laughs> I was like, "Hello." Uh, uh, was that uh, the most recent 
South Park episode. I think the finale of their most recent season that aired was the uh, was another Tegrity episode, but it was Tegrity Cocaine, and they uh, Randy Randy makes an argument to Santa to Santa Claus because uh, Santa's because Santa is super pissed off. Uh, you know, that, that they're selling cocaine or he's, you know, selling cocaine to the people. And Randy's like, look, Santa, this has grown here in America. It, uh, Americans get paid for it being grown. There are no chemicals. There are no cartels killing people. There are no border crossings. This is pure uh, a plant that is processed into this drug. Why wouldn't you let Americans enjoy that santa and santa's like oh it is real it is pretty fucking pure <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like that was I mean, funny that might have been one of the funniest episodes that is so, dude, that that is South, so South good Park's ever done especially so when you had you had uh you had santa and jesus hitting lines yeah, it's okay. yeah it's like, oh, this dude. is a nice clean oh, home right here yeah, like, yeah. oh that's clean that's clean yeah exactly i mean that's the point like i think you know, drugs are never going to go away. Just like racism, not a ball, uh, quote unquote, is is never going to go away. Hatred for one another, evil, uh, poverty. I don't think those things. These things are never going to go away. So, the sooner we can widely embrace them and integrate them in a in a positive way. I mean, I consider myself. Socially liberable, so, so liberable, socially, <laughs> socially liberal, but politically conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty strong on both of those things. I don't think anybody should be told they should, shouldn't do anything that, that doesn't hurt another person. I really don't. Smoke weed, do heroin. I don't give a fuck. If you're not hurting anybody else, or, or society at large, rather, uh, then fine. But see, like, I think there's a difference. You know, if you're talking about like meth, you're talking about like crack, you're talking about fentanyl. I think that's a separate subject than yeah. marijuana legalization and even psychedelic legalization. Because let's be real over here, you know, those the effects of psychedelics for the most part, with the exception of PCP, which, you know, it's one of those harsh chemicals, I would not recommend that one. I, I would not, I would say that they're statistically less dangerous than alcohol, tobacco, and diabetes. Diabetes. Far, far less. I have done many psychedelics and uh, they're they're responsible for my being still alive. I would I would uh, give them credit at least. For so that, uh, look at what's been done with the veterans. Like they've they've had some people who like veterans who've had PTSD episodes, they're given uh, Molly or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. You know, and they were fine. You know, they, they, it was helping deal with their post-traumatic stress disorder. And I think right now we should be investigating that stuff. But well, right now, they drugs. are. And there's like a bunch of research being done on shrooms helping people. But the problem is, and this is what they always warn people with this stuff, is that you have to be very careful because some people's bodies handle it totally differently. And they can get really yep. fucked up. Yep. So... And you don't know where it's coming from either. Exactly. Goes to death on uh, mushrooms. I'm not talking about death though. I'm talking about severe mental inhibition. 
like the guy from Pink Floyd, Sid. I'm already forgetting his last name. Um, Sid. Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett. Sid yeah. Barrett. Yep. He got totally messed up from doing way too many psychedelics, and he was a mess. I mean, he was barely functioning, and was just a total mess. So. What I'm trying to say is, I, I the one thing I don't like is when people argue for for certain drugs being legalized as if they're totally harmless. I'm not saying you're saying that, but people can get the false impression of like when they say, "Well, nobody's died from weed." Well, that doesn't mean it's good for you, and that doesn't mean it doesn't do anything to you. you yeah, know? no, yeah, I know you're absolutely. Go ahead. How's any different than alcohol? Like I can't tell you many people. Well, seen because it. with yeah. alcohol you can have a, a drink at dinner and you don't get drunk. With with like a weed, you do it to get high, and everybody that does it gets high pretty much. Most people like to get a little buzz on. You know, you, people don't just tend to. Yeah, like but, the, but but when you take a sip from a drink, or you know, like like if you have like a um, let's say a bit of wine at dinner, you're not going to get drunk, and some people don't even get buzzed. Like it's What's different. different. Hey, hey. Well, why is that different from uh, a little bump of cocaine? I mean, a cocaine does not last that long. <laughs> Twenty, thirty minutes. That's less than alcohol. But you still I get mean, the hit. You, you eat some. You eat some dinner. Well, sure. You still get the hit from alcohol, don't you? No, not necessarily. Or, it depends no? how much you drink. Sean, okay. though, you don't drink alcohol, though, do you? That's, no, that... but I know people that do, and I've seen people consume it, and they don't get drunk, or they don't really feel anything, and they'll tell me that. They're like, oh, it just tastes good, and that's uh, maybe a tiny, tiny, no, tiny they're, bit. They're lying to you. <laughs> they're, they're fucking lying. <laughs> Sorry. And, that, and that's... Cafe 210 West drinks hit differently. <laughs> yes. Penn State <laughs> reference for people out there. <laughs> That's their social moral obligation to be like, oh, no, 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 this is, I'm just, you know, I, I drink this red wine because it tastes good with this steak. Uh, okay, uh, okay, real here. If you like the fucking taste of wine and you don't care about the alcohol, you just drink grape juice. Okay. No, I, I've heard that they taste different. No, so, no because they're they different. taste very different. Hot take about uh, BLM. Oh, Let's not drugs? <laughs> About uh, having a conversation. <laughs> what was that? Just be liking this shit. Hot take. Let's have a conversation about having a conversation. Whoa. How does that work? That's meta. Well, you start the conversation with having a conversation about what you want to talk in the next conversation to sort of, you know, baby steps with them. Okay, so hey, yeah. uh, so Coconut, I would like to talk to you in the future about. Uh, the problem of white privilege. Uh, How would you feel yeah, about having that conversation with me? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I hate to see it. God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, LSD. He hasn't replied yet, so. I think he went to bed. Listen, I think that pers from personal experience, uh, psychedelics in particular, uh, mushrooms and LSD, uh, have been some of the most uh, uplifting uh, external things that have ever happened in my life. I didn't have I didn't have a lot of the positive uh, exterior role models, human-wise, uh, throughout my adolescent and you know developmental years, and uh, psychedelics kind of became that inadvertently. It it took me. 
beyond those experiences to realize it. It's not like I figured it all out right then and there. Uh, but they became they they have effectively become teachers in my twilight years. I've heard that uh, actually from multiple people. Like Steve Jobs has said that, Scott Adams. That's where psychedelics I think at least have some sort of more I don't want to say existential and sound all like pseudo intellectual, no, but that's you know. exactly that's exact that's perfect. That's a perfect description. It is an excess. It it removes ego. It's like an out of body experience without the out of body experience. Well, well I mean, in you, most you have cases. to be careful with that, like yeah. because every every brain's wired differently. Yeah, like, exactly. It could, for some brains, it could be it could expand the mind and take you to a different place. And for other people, it could totally fuck you up for the rest of your life. Like, I disagree. I disagree. I think. Well, no. I mean, I don't disagree that that can happen. Uh, my my disagreement is is the rigidity of the mind going into it. Um, you you know, someone that takes it that's not open to the idea, uh, open to openness in general. Someone who is very rigid or close minded they will have a bad time. Uh, you try to pizza when you should French fry, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, hey. <laughs> to pull another yeah. South Park quote. Did y'all see the video I tagged y'all in with the burning building in response to the police killing in Atlanta? Oh, shit. Well, is, is that the Wendy's? Because there was a Wendy's that completely engulfed. Oh. Uh, oh, I don't know. I just see building. I don't know if it's Wendy's or not. Probably is the one. This is really huge fire. Oh, yeah. It just 11 minutes ago. Oh, I see it now. I see it. Man, listen. So that missed firecracker on maybe for next week. So I'd love to have a conversation about this. <laughs> yeah. The Burn some shit we down, could. but I I love my spicy nugs and I love my baconators. Definitely could. Yeah, Miss Firecracker, if you want to have a conversation with us about it, join the Discord. The link's in the description. It's also on our channel. That's the best way to get on us. That's where you're seeing. Uh, the little bubbles up there of us speaking. Um, so we join that, have it and we, we should definitely have that next week. We should probably have that next week. We can uh, try. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good. It's a good conversation to have, definitely. Yeah, because I, I look. I, I, I bet people are already getting the impression I'm anti-drug, and that's true. I'm pretty anti-drug, but I am still open-minded to it, and I bet many people are of the other sides of the arguments on these things because it's not. I, I there's some issues that are simple. Free speech is fucking simple. Uh, but things like drugs, there's a lot of different opinions on drugs. Like listen, Dex, Dex, what I, I we I don't think we disagree. Yeah, but exactly. Because 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 you're drug free and I am post drug addict, <laughs> I think I think the difference is that the push for people to do it versus the push for people to have the ability to do it. Mm -hmm. I think people should have the ability to do whatever the fuck they want, but they should also have free access to the information as to what that's going to do to them. Mm -hmm. Real information, not, not propaganda. Uh, the information should be free. And if you look hard enough, it is now but there's a lot of propaganda to to wade through in a lot of these things and there's a lot of opinions and there's a lot of 
personal experiences that you can weigh. Uh, it's the same fucking thing with this racism bullshit. There yeah. is no doubt people that have dealt with racist fucking people in positions of power. I have literally no doubt that that has happened to probably thousands of people in my lifetime. Maybe tens of thousands. I don't know, but I don't think I, you, there's no way you can convince me that the American system is rigged against anybody other than people that don't have money. Period. Hey, man. Arrowhead.org. You know, if you want any information on drugs, I trust them ever just about anyone else. They're pretty. Who is this? Arrowhead.org. It's a nonprofit. They'll tell you the straight facts, not propaganda about drugs. Bro, bro, I have been looking at Arrowhead since the internet was a thing. I mean, I'm serious. Probably 2007, 6, 5? I don't know. Arrowhead.com. Org. Sorry, Arrowhead.org. But as I was just sort of going on, um, you know, when it comes to substance abuse and dealing with, you know, these sort of, you know, materials and drugs, when it comes to, you know, having these sort of sensitive conversations with what's actually going on with them, I really think it is a hot take when I say that no political party should ever, you know, affiliate themselves with centers for you know rehabilitation they should be their own separate entity like they should not dabble in things of health like just leave them leave the professionals to do what they need to do you shouldn't be you know campaigning on these people who have already had you know enough happen in their life like you shouldn't be taking advantage of their position calling them victims and you're gonna help them like, that's never good. Well, handing out victim cards is never good. And that's my that's what's made me so passionate lately. I don't I have never met a black person that was victimized. And I have met many. I don't I don't even care to think of, of a number because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I I don't tend to see color. People are people. Um, most of my, uh, you know, young adult life was spent in, uh, Oklahoma, which was <laughs> quite diverse. Uh, but we're, oh, fuck. I lost my point again. Uh, yeah, I lost my point. Somebody say something. Please save me. <laughs> black lives matter black lives matter words black lives matter i can't breathe uh, no i i don't know man i heard you were trying to say something alex Shit, one. Uh, oh I'm don't just... tell me you forgot too <laughs> oh man we're we're hitting that three hour it's spreading yeah the itis yeah, maybe we Johnny. can say maybe we can say some nice things about Trump before we jump off here for his birthday. Like, oh, we there support. we go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go down the line. Donna, you first. <laughs> 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 um, 
I am thankful for Trump because let's Is this see. Thanksgiving now? <laughs> I feel like it. Thank you, Trump. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with um the wall because I do see um why it's needed and why it affects people in this country and minorities. There's not just we're not just losing jobs that people don't so called want. Um and I think the wall is gonna do great things, protect us, I feel safer. And I live in Texas, so I know the walls need it. So Yeah. That's I would like to jump in next and I would like to thank Trump <laughs> for the first step act, which is now law, as well as the uh the schools act, which I'm not sure if, if that's law yet. Uh but for his proactive um engagement in actual change in this country actual change for american people period sam you want to go next i would i would like to thank trump for basically destroying the mainstream media and <laughs> revitalizing the conservative movement and helping to make it young and relevant and hip again and punk rock and uh you know really promoting uh, free speech death metal horns up all the way punk rock is bullshit uh, well boo yeah, what, kind of, wait, what kind of punk rock are we talking here the well the okay so the not necessarily like any particular band but the the idea of being of being a punk the idea of being a re a rebel, a rebel and, yeah okay and trump Donald Trump is death metal. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to thank. I want to thank Donald Trump for um, rebuilding our military. Because, like, when when Obama left, he left that military incredibly depleted, at its lowest count, maybe since the Civil War. And within a couple of years, he's already returned it to the powerhouse it needed to be. So, and as a veteran, I truly appreciate that. Alex? Yeah, thank you. Oh, uh, well, as, a, as your average American fucking citizen, I thank you for your service, soldier. Thank you. Oh. Am I good? Yep, Alex. All right. Well, thank you, Trump, for bringing attention to the southern border wall and for uh, your executive order on uh, social media companies. Mm. More about that soon. I guess I'm the last one to go then. Oh, Nick. Abolish 230. Our coconut uh, head, dude. Do you have a yeah, thanking of Trump? I'm fiddling with my microphone. I can barely hear you, but I'll take that as I think you're busy with something. I there guess so. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm good again. Oh, okay, cool. Microphone. Um, but no, I would probably say, I mean, I'm thankful for a lot of things from him. He, you know, gave my dad his job back, which brought us out of unemployment um, after they, Obama cut the space program. Mm. Um, you know, very thankful about the border wall since I did live in Texas. Um, but overall, I think what really mattered 
to me, at least for me, having uh, previous service members in my family, was him being the first president ever to put up the um, Palmia flag underneath the American flag at the White House. Hmm. Fucking A, man. I didn't even know about that. Well, I will say I'm thankful for a lot of things Trump's done. We've all mentioned the policies and that sort of shit. Like, uh, you know, we all kind of agree on, like, the wall's great, drain the swamp's great, America first is great, ending these stupid wars, endless wars is great. He's hitting the marks that he needs to hit, and he's hitting them pretty well. Some things are going better than others. Some need a little help from Congress because of our system. And I'm I'm very satisfied. And the cultural change, I think, is also very important, too. And I'm thankful for him for that. And all the people that supported him, that were vocal supporters, that were on campuses, that were on TV, that were out there making memes, that really sort of changed the game. But on a more personal, what I'm really thankful for is that when Trump came into it, I mean, my whole life freaking changed. I know a lot of people can say the same thing. Oh, yeah. I was very engaged with politics before, but I just got into college. I'd never been on campaigns before, never been in clubs before. I've met all these people here because of Trump. I have gotten in tons of fabulous awesome moments and crazy fucking moments that i know you know about alex because of trump and later on i've uh become a tpusa president at penn state and you know a lot about that phil and it's all because of trump really uh it's changed everything and the way i look at things is totally different i mean even my career path really literally forged because of him and Scott Adams, I'll give some cred to too. Wouldn't have found Scott Adams without Trump. I mean, it's just so many parts have just changed. And I'd say that can be said for the rest of the country. The way we look at things, the way we look at news, the way we look at government, deep state, the way we look at foreign policy, the way we look at immigration, everything has just changed. And for the better, for the most part. I mean, there's some unintended consequences uh, of force for change like him but i mean i mean this youtube channel partially is because of fucking trump i mean the people we've had on were you know we've known because of trump like it like you could connect everything back to him and it's just insane to think about and i mean it may seem small but it it really is a big tree of many branches so i'm just thankful for just the influence the influence. I think if that if that's the simplest way the TLDR we can put on this, it's just his influence is unbelievable. It's once in a lifetime game changing. Amen. All right. That's well it. said. Yeah, I, I, I honestly that was the only answer I could give. Uh, but you know, it's it's. But let's, the other thing too is. If we want to keep this up, we got to fucking vote for him in 2020. I mean, not 2020, I say in November. It's a few months away, and we got to rally the support. We got to get out the vote. And one of the most effective ways you can do that is asking a friend who's a Trump supporter, which would be helpful, just go, hey, did you remember the vote today? Got to do it. I think it's, I think it's more about, uh, yeah. 
I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that. But find your friends. I think it's fence and convince them. I, I think it's. A, I think it's about. Con I think it's about converting your, your, unfortunately simple-minded friend, uh, that's been con confused by, by the media. Hey. You know we, what I mean. We ma uh, we make. Hey, the thing with life is we make friends, we lose them, and everything <laughs> in between. You know? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, unfortunately, you uh, lose family too. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey. Yeah, you don't got to tell me. I got. Look, look, look at this. Look, and, and and like, look, we we created this thing, and look how many friends we've gained in the process. Like, this is this this whole thing has been incredible. This whole thing has just been fantastic, and um it just it makes me want to keep going i i i already can't wait for next week like that's that's how that's how excited i am doing this hmm. i hopefully donnie's got her mic set up next week yeah hey I, hey I do want to give a give a quick shout out in the chat to uh someone who is also special on an og listener of the whitfield report for the past uh two years uh which is amethyst so she's been a long time listener of mine and i i appreciate uh you know her joining in on the savages slash the versa crew whatever we're Yay. calling it so um she knows all about you know my song and everything else so uh you know that so thanks to all the Whitfield Report listeners for, uh, you know, following me to the 11 o'clock show with all these guys. Usually I'm hosting solo on the Whitfield Report, but I appreciate you guys. Uh, <gasps> How for, for dare my, you? For my part, uh, you know, joining in with this fry. Yeah. We appreciate what, what it. Ape, but... What ape, what apex? How did I trigger you now? I am your sometimes co-host. <laughs> Sorry, I was well, just. I, well, yeah. well, 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 you, you I thought that was. I thought that was the thing nowadays, right? You, outrage. You are, it's not real. You are my. You are my sometimes co-host. Um, <laughs> and you, and you, you, you brought me Milker Nation, who you know. Mm. I mean, it's more I think I think the last comment should go to Donnie. Yeah, I agree. I love you. Say guys. something, baby. Oh. <laughs> you Aww. We love you. You guys are too. Good nice. night. Good night, everybody. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bail. Yeah, I love right. you guys. We're gonna close out as the cops and the other cops. It looks like uh, make a headway here on the highway. Uh, hopefully things are calmer next week, but we'll catch you guys next time on our Real News Anarchy. I guess that's what we're calling it now, because <laughs> that's what the fucking happened in this country. <laughs> and we'll keep track of the Chaz in Seattle and any new that come up, but we'll see you again next time. Please like, share, subscribe, follow all these great people on their social media handles. I'll be posting in the description. I know I've, I have to add a few there, but I will post them. Join the Discord. Do all that great stuff to stay involved, to keep up with this, and so the YouTube algorithm hopefully doesn't screw you over. We'll see you guys later, and as always, wash your fucking hands.
Later, Gators. Peace. <laughs> Take it easy. See ya. Adios.